The expressed views of the following podcast are those of the hosts and theirs exclusively. They do not represent the views of our sponsors. Hey guys, thanks for tuning into the show. Real quick, something special has happened. Now last season I told you all about how Larry Showalter of Ellen and Roofing is the consummate professional, offers you service with a smile, treats you like family, and gives back to his community. Well guess what? Larry has teamed up with our man Stephen Terry and his family, and they have created a dyad in the force. L&M Roofing is now Upscale Roofing, and it is the premier roofing company in the state of Texas. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I believe in these guys that much. Sponsorship be damned. I know these guys personally, and I know how much it means to them to provide the best experience when dealing with issues with your roof. Issues you may not even know you have. So how about you call Upscale Roofing today and schedule your free roof inspection? The number to call is 281-930-7368. That's 281-930-7368. Tell Larry, Stephen, and the guys that Nick from Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast sent you Upscale Roofing. Our quality is through the roof. Live. From the Stephen Terry Pest Elimination Studio, this is the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. Smells like a gym bag. It's strong, but you'll get used to it. Now, introducing the best damn podcast crew in the biz, here's your host, Nick Stevenson. Ladies and gentlemen... Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you may be listening in the world, you have just tuned in to episode 68 of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast. You heard the voice guy. I am your gracious and humble host, Nick Stevenson. The queen of podcasts, Naomi Richardson, is in the building. Hey. Welcome back. How you feeling? I feel good. That's good. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. You'll find my man, Josh Beard, at the Upscale Roofing Producers Desk on the ones and twos. What's up? <laughs> you here? You ready? I'm here. Okay. I was I was doing my, my welcome. I have my oh, welcome okay, signature. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. And uh, it's been a while since all four of us have been here, but Chris Khan is in the building as well. What's Yay. up, dude? Let's give it let's give us ourselves a round of applause for all being here. <laughs> all right, we have a very special guest today, Mr. Charles Justice, Deer Park High School alum. Oh, what up? <laughs> who no is dear. also <laughs> closer, gotta get closer to Mike. I gotta get closer. There to you go. Right yeah, here. yeah. Make love to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we, we've, that, that damn pop filter is fucking you up. You put a fence is. around me. <laughs> <laughs> he does here, like you can pull gauged. the mic to you if you want, All right, and then you can just squeeze that in there. It'll work. Just okay. Like I'm sorry, Charles. I don't want to mess up your introduction here, but yeah, dear Parker alum, um, he is a stand-up comedian. You know what? I didn't even ask you what your main job is because frankly i don't fucking care yeah i work I, in marketing <laughs> you work in marketing no shit yeah, yeah. I, I was really hoping you're gonna say nah comedian it's like welcome to job the right club. i was gonna hoping you're gonna like sell meth and tell I mean, jokes that too but <laughs> i left pasadena a while <laughs> no man but welcome to the show we're glad to have you here it's kind of been in the works for a minute and um i asked you about coming on last season and i tell everybody if we talk about you coming on the show. Give it about a year. You'll get there. And so you're finally here. That's we about really, right. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and we really appreciate it. I first asked you to come on right before COVID went insane yeah. and kind of messed up your industry. Uh, messed up, you know. <laughs> no, they're still doing house shows. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I would say that I probably worked more during COVID. Oh, really? Pre-COVID. Yeah, I mean, it was like. 
there's like cities that were just like, we're not shutting down. And I was like, cool, we're going there. You know? Oh, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like small towns like I hear in you. Texas. It was I hear you. great, you know, because uh, I'm from small towns. So yeah. it's like outside of Harris County. Yeah. Oh, way gotcha. outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you do like a, people would put on a, like a house show for like 50 people and you just walk into somebody's nice. house. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of weird, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like a, no, man, but I, I'm glad we finally got you in the studio, man. I'm super excited about this episode. Laughter is the best medicine is an idea that I had when we first started the podcast in 2019, 2020. Um, and my original idea was let's bring in stand up comedians from all over. And then, like I said, 2020 COVID kind of hit and like, like it was, it was kind of hard to find people who wanted to show up, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, we were de- we, we were not making any money at the time, so they're like, "Yeah, I charge X amount for my appearance fee," and I was like, "All right, hmm. I'm gonna just go like find a funny drunk guy at the bar and see if he'll come." Oh, is, that, is that how y'all found each other? <laughs> no, I, I wish. No, I reached out to Charles because I saw him um, advertising he was doing a show on his on his social media, and I don't remember where the show was or anything. But yeah, I was like, dude, I really want to get stand up. And I'm like, if you got stand up buddies, like tell them about the show. Yeah. And, um, and I saw these from Deer Park and I was like, done. Yeah, yeah. got to do it. Got to do it. So we're, we're very thankful for you showing up, man. We're going to have a good time. Um, we appreciate you being here. Look, guys, before we get started, if you want to support the Smells Like Middle Age Spirit podcast, there are multiple ways to do so. Starting with the Spirit Swag Store, just go to spiritswagstore.com. It is your one stop shop. For everything you need to rep your favorite podcast in style. And if you want to 10% off, you can use the promo code Spirit Sniffers. Then if you're looking at the show notes of whether the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to, you will find two links to our tip jar. Double the links because that's where we really want you to go. And you can leave us a tip if you'd like, if you are enjoying our content. And anything you either donate to us through there or the proceeds from the Spirit Swag Store are going to go right back into the show and then please follow us on facebook instagram and we have a tiktok and i'm proud to announce that pretty soon uh naomi has volunteered to do lives where she's doing nothing but wearing a low-cut shirt and just sitting there because <laughs> apparently that's how you make money on tiktok no 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 no, no. it's you peel on the egg real slowly <laughs> can we Is show that, that too that too okay that's how about if she wears a low-cut shirt and peels a, eggs. a raw egg we're money dude. at the same time we peeling will... a raw egg yes can that's we show have you seen them do that yeah i did I did. I've seen so much stupid I, shit on TikTok. There's this one guy who I races. I can hardly peel a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> There's this one guy who races pool balls on a treadmill. Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's hey. like 25,000 people watching. If you want to make it hurt even worse, every time you see one of those things that pops up or they say, oh, thank you for the whatever. That's money. They just got paid for something. <sighs> it's aggravating. My Naomi, we need you. Take one for the team. We need you. <laughs> like, what do you got, Kyle? My favorite one is the one where the guy has, like, the Coca-Cola and the Dr. Pepper cans, and he goes, oh, which one's going to win? It's yeah. always Dr. Pepper. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, we're doing treadmill? something wrong. Yeah. We, we got to get in now. on that. But, yeah, so, guys, you can please follow us on all our social media. You know, uh, join the Spirit Sniffers group on Facebook. And uh, you know, let us know what you think of the show. Share your ideas with us. And, um... We'll, we promise. We'll, we one thing that we'll promise to do do a better job of is responding. I didn't realize that there is a separate messenger for the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. There's the in, there's there's actually the Instagram and the Facebook page. They're two separate messengers. Right, but there's Facebook has two messengers. Yeah, you have your personal. Uh huh. And then the podcast. Yeah, I found a bunch of shit in there the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "You haven't been looking." Oops, it's I've not seen... like readily available. So yeah, I was like, really "Oh shit, you really don't see it." It's but... a, like it's. 
there's like an algorithm to find it. So it's, I, I thought you were doing that, so I didn't look at it. That's my. You, oh, have, you have to go yeah. into Meta. Oh, okay. What's you, Meta? You can get Meta Business. Meta suite. Business. You God, Nick, you yeah. suck. Okay. Yeah. No, we'll do a better job of that. But yeah, you guys go and follow us <laughs> on social media. The, mar- the marketer's got it. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what we're doing. All right. So before we get into the main topic of the show, let's get Naomi's headlines. 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 Yo, yo. I'm glad to be back this week. And we're just going to jump right into these You need me to move that trash can close to you? <laughs> no, you're good. Shoot, I'm good, yo. I saved your carpet. You're welcome. She don't need a trash can. She needs a porcelain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A Texas rancher and businessman is hoping to entice new Twitter owner Elon Musk to central Texas, offering up free land for Musk to build a new headquarters for the company. 38 miles north of Austin in Williamson County, and we will give you 100 acres for free, said Jim the CEO and president of Capital Land and Livestock on Twitter on Tuesday. I am very serious about the offer, um, noting that uh, the land is he's offering is worth millions of dollars. So, um, you know what? Elon Musk being the savvy businessman he is, might just go with that. Why would you give Elon Musk anything? Tax write-off. Why would you <laughs> tax write-off? <laughs> just, because, just because it's Elon Musk, I wouldn't do it. Oh, no. The man just bought a company for $44 billion. He does not need anything for free. Yeah, he does. Give him that land. He's going to make Twitter right. He'll remember that. He'll remember that. Uh, Galveston police said they are going to assume three suspected bricks of cocaine that washed up on Galveston beaches over the weekend are indeed the white powdery drug. They found it, Con. Yeah, police. (laughs) Damn it. God damn it. Police said the bricks were found washed up in three separate areas, Seawall Boulevard and 35th Street, FM 3005, and 16 Mile Road. Um, these, the product is likely not going to be tested, and according to Lieutenant Xavier Hancock, the department is going to assume it's cocaine and keep it as evidence. I'm How sure do you lose gonna, your drugs? I'm sure they're going to keep it. How do you just leave, like, oh, I forgot three kilos of coke? Hey, My bad. I'm, yeah. I'm impressed with... Calveston moving up. Like, I would have thought it had been like meth or crack. They got like full on cocaine. Cocaine. Nah, dude, that's the Columbia. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Miami, like, Miami is already, they're like, all right, everybody knows Miami now. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, I didn't expect Galveston to get in on Putting that. Galveston on the map, baby. Galveston started as a criminal city. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to swap out Florida news this week for Louisiana news. Sorry, neighbors. A four-year-old girl in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, has died after her grandmother forced her to drink whiskey, police say. The girl's blood alcohol content was 0.68%, a lethal dosage, according to the arrest warrant. A level of 0.25% can cause alcohol poisoning, and anything higher than 0.4% can lead to a coma or death. Uh, The two women became angry with the child on Thursday because she may have drunk from a Canadian mist bottle that was on the counter, the warrant said. The grandmother then forced the girl to consume the remainder of the bottle, which was possibly over half full while on her knees in the hallway, the warrant said. Rock and roll. God damn. So having a child sneak a cigarette and forcing them to smoke that whole pack is definitely not on the same level of forcing a four-year-old Wait, girl. Wait, who did that? My dad did I'm that. I'm just saying, uh, I know a lot of, I know yeah. a lot of parents have done I, that. I stole one of my dad's Marble Red 100s, and we smoked Ooh, a whole reds. pack oh. of Marble Red 100s. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. That was the first time I ever got high. First you know, of all, that lady needs to have like, her ovaries removed with a spoon. Yeah, and Fuck the mother lady. did not stop the grandmother. So, uh, yeah, that's just... Oh, it was the grandmother who did it? It was the grandmother, yeah. God, fucking boomers, man. You guys got to quit. Yeah. They just, just need to die already. Crazy. I love you, Grandpa, but... <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh, uh, you're going to make me miss my mark. <laughs> I'm sorry. High-level profile trial involving actors Johnny Depp and his ex-wife Amber Heard began April 12th. Depp brought a $50 million defamation suit against Heard in March 2019 after she published an op-ed in the Washington Post the previous December. In the article, Heard discussed the treatment of women in sexual assault cases and referred herself as a public figure representing domestic abuse, but did not mention Depp by name. Depp, who said he was dropped from his role in Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean franchise just days after the article was published, claims the article caused damage to his career. Depp's career was already on the rocks following the couple's publicized breakup and the allegations of abuse that rocketed between them. Uh, that whole situation Screw is bullshit. Like, Did you see where she shit right. the bed? <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite part. Yeah. Oh, my God. I regret to say what I'm about to say. You, oh, watched, you already regret it. <laughs> I have watched every second of that defamation trial. <laughs> okay. And it is the most, like, literally, if you want the best thing to watch and just laugh your ass off at yes. a horrible defense. Can I just, no, can I say they both have shitty lawyers? Oh, yeah, they do. They both have, like, I thought money means you got good lawyers. Both of their lawyers are terrible. Yeah, I will tell you, Depp has the better crappy yes. lawyer. He has the least <laughs> the crappy better, lawyer. Better crappy lawyer. His at lawyer least, is the least crappy. At least yes. his lawyer didn't uh, <laughs> object to his own question. That was <laughs> that was great. He's like, that was great. He was like, did, 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 um, <laughs> did, did he confirm the injury happened? The guy was like, well, the doctor said that he sustained it. Sustained wagon. <laughs> sustained an injury <laughs> to his finger. He goes, uh, no, uh, objection. He's like, that was your own question. <laughs> you uh, asked the question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. They got their lawyers off of Amazon Prime. The whole wish. Wish. It was wish. The wish. Yeah, definitely wish. wish. I feel like these are like lawyer. This is like a shill for something, you know, nefarious going on. Oh, my God. It's so, yeah, it's it's so, got, it's it's so bad. It's a distraction, you know? a media distraction. Like from the Russian war. Yeah, Not nah, from our food processing plants blowing up. <laughs> what? Yeah, for real, for real. Nothing yeah, I, I'm not down. proud of that, but I was like, before I speak on it, I want to make sure I know everything. Because I'm like, dude, Amber Heard is getting shit on so bad. Like, could it possibly be that bad? From what I've gathered, just, and I say I've listened to every second, like, I don't have time to sit there and watch in live, so, like, I've been... I'm kind of behind, like I have catching up to do, but just straight up, their whole relationship was just toxic as fuck. Yeah. And like to all these women who were like, ooh, Johnny Depp, I'll be with you. Like if you look at anything happening in that relationship and you're like, ooh, I need that in my life, I would then there's you, something wrong with you. I will tell you this though. Johnny Depp, I'll take care of you, boo-boo. Oh, no. I will tell you this. His whole point of the case is to prove that he did not abuse her. her their whole defense is that he uses drugs and drinks. I don't care who it is. They, they, can, they, they can get. You don't they, think you don't think he popped no, listen, her once or twice? Listen, I don't care. You don't if, think he oh, popped yeah. her once or twice? He I don't care if you get out. up and you you blaze up and you do lines of coke every day. You, that does not mean you get get to be beat. Bro, I that's think they were. I works. think they were both beating the fuck out of each I other. I think so. Like that's what I think. I don't think beating the fuck out of each other, but they are definitely, definitely toxic, toxic for one another, and, and, and they, they were toxic. neither one of them needs to. Yeah, they just need to move their move on. I don't know. I haven't finished. I haven't got to the Maybelline part because apparently Maybelline put out a statement. That it wasn't whatever, Maybelline or not Maybelline. Uh, L'Oreal. Mar- no, nope. it's like no, Mar- Marlene, it was, Marlene or something like that. Where like they they said Marl Norman. It was some fucking no. Yeah, it's fake face shit. It's one that I used whenever I was a kid, 
And if that's what yeah. they're talking about, celebrities using, then the, well, the the know. whole the whole thing that came out was she her defense was like she carried this around and had to cover up all the bruises. And then that makeup company came out and said we didn't even design that and have it out before when that yeah. time was yeah. occurring. It didn't come I out until like 2017. The yeah. whole thing is just such bullshit. Uh, I, I regret Tim to Johnny. say I regret to say I've been watching it, but I I just feel like the whole situation is toxic. Anyways, word team Johnny. All righty. Thank you for your Johnny. I'm sorry that we talked a lot and fucked you up on your mark. Uh, I won't do it again. I Fuck promise. that bitch. Don't let it happen Fuck again. Fuck that bitch. But hey, let's get a Stephen Terry Pest Elimination ad before we get into the main po- topic of the show. Laughter is the best medicine with our special guest, Charles Justice. Hey, y'all. It's Naomi, the Queedom Podcast here, and I want to know why haven't you called Stephen Terry Pest Elimination yet? Summertime is almost here, and those mosquitoes are already coming. Not to mention all the critters that won't be hiding from the cold anymore, so they're going to be trying to hang out with you and the fam at the pool or hoping to get some of that good barbecue while you and your friends are hanging out in the backyard. Whatever pest problem you could possibly have, Stephen Terry Pest Elimination has the answer. For instance, he saved my life when I was hosting a party for Mother's Day, and we had fleas, like bad, bad, and we tried everything to get rid of them every pinterest trick every tiktok hack and to no avail i finally caved and called steve-o and he came right out and within 20 minutes had finished up we didn't need to move our furniture around nothing and the best part i haven't seen a single flea in my house in years steve and terry knows his stuff if you want the same quality service that most importantly is going to work then call Stephen terry now through November, Stephen Terry is offering all our listeners half off the first month of their signature monthly mosquito treatment. That all you got to do is tell them that you're a listener of the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast, and he will give you half off the first month of monthly mosquito treatment. Don't wait a minute longer. Hit pause. I give you permission. Hit pause right now. Call Stephen Terry and tell him Naomi from the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit podcast sent you. 713-477-0047. If it's scary, call Stephen Terry. Yes, indeedy, feed the needy. You guys give Stephen Terry a call. Let him know that it smells like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast sent you. Mosquitoes, they're already out, actually. Um, yeah, I'm fixing the call and hit him up. I just had a mosquito yeah. bite me in the ass yesterday. <laughs> I was really pissed off. It's uh, I fucking hate those things, man. And I'm telling you, his treatment works. Like, he did it at the uh, Clark's home and at the Hughes home. Now, I was getting ate the fuck up before I got there. But once I got there, I realized, like, there's no fucking mosquitoes out here. Y'all, I'm telling you, I've got the secret. If I'm sitting next to you, y'all don't need to worry about mosquitoes <laughs> because they will all come to me. It's because you're so sweet. Time. Is that it's what it is? so sweet. <laughs> All righty, guys. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a dick. All right, Charles. <laughs> what a dick. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, ooh. Oh. <laughs> All right, Charles. Born in Pasadena. How long did you live in Pasadena for? Until I was 11. Until you were 11. And I moved to Deer Park. The wonderful city of Deer Park. <sighs> Bruh. So you're 11. That means you were in the fifth grade i was uh, fifth or sixth sixth seventh grade, grade. seventh grade seventh. okay okay oh he's ahead of the what, curve <laughs> what junior high did you go to uh deer park i uh, okay. so i went i i grew up in pasadena next to strawberry park so mm-hmm. i went to bailey elementary and then i went to like a military prep school because i was a piece of shit kid nice <laughs> oh, yeah. for one year uh-huh. uh and that was like over by Gulfgate somewhere mm-hmm. and then i my uh I, 
I moved into Deer Park with my grandparents, and I went to Deer Park Junior High, Deer Park High School. Gotcha. San Jack Central. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, and he was still. A are you on the wall? Yeah, are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> are you on the wall of famous white people at Deer Park High School? Uh, no, I mean, I'm, I'm on a wall in Deer Park somewhere, but it's probably the jail. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the Hall of Honor? Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. No, uh, they definitely did not. I call like it the, there. the Cracker Museum. The I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no. So whenever uh, you Racist? talk, you talk about Brandon Charles Jess, I was like, God damn, that name sounds very fucking familiar. Uh-huh. Anyways, even whenever he walked into the door and I shook his hand, I was like, still didn't recognize him. And then when he sat down, I was like, holy fuck, I know that dude somewhere. Anyways, yeah. We Where's that get Park. down music, Josh? We went to Deer Park together. <laughs> went to Deer Park. And then? So fucking. <laughs> you know, we had some, like, gay loving going on and, you know, some, like, butt-to-butt stuff. Talking nah. kids. Look, all, all, all I need to know, who's the, who was the doc? <laughs> I said butt to butt. Yeah, no. we shit no. into each other's butts. Ooh. There oh we go. my god, y'all stop it! <laughs> All right, man. So, what was it like growing up in Pasadena? Um, let's talk about Little Charles. First. Growing up in Pasadena, uh, yeah, I grew up in the hood. Yeah, uh, and I was uh, the pudgy. Uh, Non POC in the neighborhood, you know right, I mean? right, so, right, right. There's uh, one in every neighborhood. Yeah, but I am a person of color, so uh, <laughs> I was just about to ask, what's a POC? Person, person, of, of, person of color. Uh, I, I, I live in the city now. You I told you, lingo. Yeah. Well, so I you grew live up in, in the suburbs, right here. Tell me, you live in Deer Park without saying you live in Deer Park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is a POC? <laughs> oh, sorry, I live in Laporte. Thank That's you very true. much. They, they used to live there. They sent me to jail for 12 days for not mowing my grass. <laughs> no, you are a fucking liar. <laughs> promise you. Promise you. 100%. I moved. I, I used to live in Old Laporte. I used to live in Old Laporte, and I what? moved from Old Laporte to Miami, and I never changed the water bill out. And so, like, the landlord just left my the water bill in my name, so when the city came and, like, no one had rented the house and the grass was, like, you know, through the roof, they wrote me a city ordinance violation. And my mom got it <laughs> in the mail, and she was like, "Hey, you might want to call the city, babe." You know, so I called them, and I was like, uh, I, "I I got some kind of fine." And the lady goes, "Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can pay the fine, or you can go to jail. Those are your two options." And I said, "Well, I, go I to jail." And I go, "I live in Miami right now. I I don't even live here anymore." Yeah. And she was like, "Well, you know, just don't don't come back." No, time out. They wouldn't Just listen to the story ahead. of how, like, hey, this water bill is not even mine. Yeah, yeah, no, not at all. I and so I knew. Way to go, Laporte. That's municipalities knew, for you. I knew a Laporte city council person, and I got on <laughs> Instagram and I pled my case with the council person through DMs. Uh, and then I came back to Houston <laughs> for my birthday, and I went to a, an Astros game, and I came back uh, when I when I was coming back, they got me for an expired wow. registration sticker. No shit. And, that is uh, bullshit. They were watching you. The fine was $1,200. So I sat in jail for 12 days. Laporte's most wanted. That is... For not mowing your yard? <laughs> yeah, for not mowing my yard. I just... I just They were like, you know what? You Bro. probably let you out. I go, no, I'm going to do my time. God damn it. <laughs> Laporte can hold it. Okay, so what was the fine? Do you remember what the fine was? Twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, I'll go to yeah, jail. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that. I, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I told him that. I was like, it was You're twelve days. Yeah. 12 I days. went to jail for yeah. failure That's to yield. One long change and a week of vacation. Failure to yield to an emergency vehicle, and I went to jail, but it was for like eleven hours. <laughs> I mean, I'd much rather do like 12 days and city You did something out early, didn't you? Oh, for sure. I bet the food yeah. is way better. Yeah. That's crazy. Way to go, Laporte. Makes sense. Anyway, so um, <laughs> let me ask. Laporte better than Deer Park, though. I'm just saying. Is it really? <laughs> Shit, yeah, I went to nice. fucking Macawa. That was yeah. bullshit. 
I'm gonna tell you all this right now. Pasadena gets like one star from this guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one star. Do not sucks. recommend. Pasadena. Are we rating? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's we should do. do. Let's rate let's jails. Rate city jails nearby. <laughs> Pasadena jail definitely a <laughs> stepping stone <laughs> to Guantanamo Bay. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, just like that much of a stepping yeah, yeah, stone. Yeah, yeah. Wait, like because because there's like a bunch of you know Cubans in there that they're like you know they're just like you got to go back and they're like ah we don't want to so no just, yeah they no drop it. They dropped the air conditioner down to like 45. I was freezing my yeah. ass off. And they give you a stainless steel bed to lay on with no blankets. Yeah. It's fucking awful. And then they have the audacity to call toilet paper a pillow. They like, <laughs> <laughs> gave this roll of toilet paper. Make sure you use it as a pillow. Like, All I know is I, I feel pretty encouraged. Like if I ever go to prison, because I was pretty much the only girl not crying or throwing up there. And I was like, these motherfucking bitches, I'm going to I can take their ass. All I wanted to do when I was in jail is take a, a shit in a real toilet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when I went, like, I wasn't going to use the bathroom. Nobody's Wait, watching. bro, you actually <laughs> sit while you're in jail? No, yeah. that's why I was. No, I held yeah, it no, for like three days. Yeah, no, he held it in for 12, 12 days. days. Yeah, 12 yes. days, I, I shit. <laughs> I, I would just, it, even when I got out of jail, I'd just open the door. Uh, my girlfriend walked by and she's like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, used to it now. Make eye contact with me. Your girlfriend... Shoot, we've done that since day one. We don't ever close the door. That's gross. So when you're growing up in Pasadena, man, like, when did you, at what age did you realize, like, hey, man, I think I might be funny? Uh, <laughs> now, I I, uh, I was, like, the kid that was always a smartass to everybody. Like, I didn't know how to shut my mouth. Mm, right. Sounds so like my like, son. It wasn't necessarily that I was funny. I just knew I couldn't stop talking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and That's then my kid. whenever I moved to Deer Park, uh, I, I, I was telling you the story the other day. I moved to Deer Park, and I this kid uh, didn't like me, and I said something stupid. I don't remember what I said, but he, he like, tried to fight me in the cafeteria <laughs> at, uh, at lunch. And he was, like, a big, you know, like a pudgy country boy. Uh, and he, like, took a swing on me, and, and he, like, swung like this. Which is just not great, and I don't even know how to fight. But like I just, I Which ducked. Was yeah. Not great. Yeah. But you know, you're yeah, not supposed know, to do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I, and it, I ducked under his punch, and then instead of hitting him back, I honked his nose <laughs> in front of the whole cafeteria. Karate kid style. Yeah, Dude, that's and, the best. And he like was. Like, I thought he was going to kill me. But then everybody was laughing so hard at him <laughs> that, like, he just, like, left. And I was like, oh, if I can just have that reaction yes. every time I have an yes. issue. Nice. It does yeah. not work with the IRS. They're not. Like, <laughs> you can't <laughs> hold it. Oh, no fuck. laughter there. Uh, I'm yeah, still yeah, screwed. Sure. <laughs> so, how, what kind of, would you consider that you had a good childhood, average? Because one of the things we talked about in our interview is that most people most comedians I talk to, they always say that comedy is bred from some form of pain. Oh, yeah. I mean... Okay. Probably from his military prep school. <laughs> that, that was a big source. You know, uh, that was a big source. I, I like, grew up in, like a, a, like, a super, super religious... Like, before I moved to Deer Park, I was, like, in a really, like, weird religious uh, family. Mm-hmm. Like, when you say weird, like, was it like... Like Jehovah's Witness weird? No, no, no. One was Mormon and one was Jehovah's Witness, (laughs) and it was just... Well, so... Because that's what... I grew up Jehovah's Witness, so I was just curious. Oh, it's funny. I know another half-black guy that's Jehovah's Witness. (laughs) (laughs) There's a couple of us. We hang out on the weekends. We get together. I have a a bit... I have a bit about how if you... uh, If you ever become a a registered sex offender, you should probably become a Jehovah's Witness, too. (laughs) 
<laughs> that way, when you're going door to door, you can be like, hey, look, I'm bringing you some good news. That's <laughs> <laughs> bad news. You know? uh, no, it was uh, like those like non-denominational Pentecost. They're not Pentecostal because they're non-denominational, but like, you know, speaking in tongues and, you know, people falling out. Like, right. So that's the kind of church I grew up in. So I just didn't like, uh, and like we were poor still, you know, I was like, God's supposed to bless us, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, so I just didn't have any confidence until I moved to Deer Park. So growing up in Pasadena was really like rough for me. And now that I'm an adult, I probably didn't have as bad of a life as I thought I had when yeah. I was a right. kid. I mean, it was still rough. You know, my dad died when I was 15. My parents were, you know, divorced. Yeah. I got kicked out of my mom's house and had to move to, you know, Deer Park and go live with my grandparents. So, you know, like, I had, like, the shit there. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, like, my ability to be funny comes more from me being lazy, you know? like uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> Yeah, like, cause yeah. it's just the easiest way. Like, I found out that it's just the easiest way to, like, solve a lot of problems, you know? Like, uh you can just make somebody laugh and then they like you and then they offer you a job. You know, yeah. like, that's awesome. You know, like uh, yeah. that kind of stuff. Sounds good. Yeah, so, it almost absolves you from having qualifications. No, a hundred percent. You know, like a hundred percent you can do it and you can get away with it. Like I, I have comedian friends that are like the worst workers uh, and they all like work at like a place and my, and like one of like our upperclassmen, you know, cause like uh, they, they talk about comics in the same way they do high school, you know, like what class are you? Like, right. Uh, really? That's fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, like I'm class of like 2019 of being like a professional comic. Uh, right. Oh, when you like break out like professionally, I'm like, what does class? Dude, uh, all it means is that someone paid you ten dollars. <laughs> <Right. laughs> like, uh, so he's just not okay. doing this shit for free. Yeah, right. yeah, like uh, that's all it is, you know. And then okay. they go, "What class were you?" And you go, "Oh, 2019," you know, and yeah. or whatever. So uh, <laughs> one of the upperclassmen got a job at this place, and he's also like a piece of shit, but he's just he's so much funnier, right? And he just has like that much more snap than everybody else. And he runs the entire company now. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. There's like something about that guy. I just like him. Yeah, I just like, like I've had bosses tell me like, man, I don't want you to quit. You just, you're just too damn funny, yeah, man. He, yeah, he'll go, you just bring something to the office, you know? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good. No, I that's get good. that. I get that. That's, that, that's, a, that's a good trait. <laughs> good yeah. character trait. So, um, when you were young, were there any comedians that you liked to watch that you kind of looked up to? Uh, I didn't even know what comedy was. Uh, well, okay, let me rephrase that. When you were young. <laughs> yeah, right? when I was, like, young, <laughs> like, until I was probably, like, 15, I, yeah. I had never heard, like, stand-up before. Okay. But I, I was, like, obsessed with Seinfeld mm -hmm. uh, because... One like, of the greats. Uh, one of the greats. Well, not even him doing comedy. I didn't even know. Like, I thought that was a character that he did on TV. You know? like, <laughs> right, uh, right. So you like the show. I love the show. And okay. I would like, because it would come on on, like, the WB so much. Mm -hmm. Like, I would just, like, watch, like, hours of television at night. And right. uh, I would watch Seinfeld. And I would tell people that, like, when I was, like, 13, I think I told the youth pastor at my church that I was going to be a comic. And he's like, you don't want to do that, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and when I became a professional comic, I... Uh, I like screenshot it and sent it to him. <laughs> when you were getting paid ten dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I, didn't, I didn't tell him those ten bucks. You know? <laughs> I got I paid. I just showed him a picture of me in front of like two hundred people, which I still got ten dollars for. You there know? you like, go. Uh, uh, but then I was like, and he was like, "You did it." 
<laughs> that was it. And I was like, oh, I, I it's funny you say that. a little more than that. It's yeah. funny you say that because I was like in the first grade, like all the teachers were asking all the kids, like, what do y'all want to be when you grow up? So we had to write down when we grew up and draw. Yeah. What we wanted to be when we grew up. And like everybody else was like, oh, I want to be fireman, policeman, the typical, you know, bullshit. I was like, I'm going to be a comedian. Never watch a fucking comedy show a day in my life. Yeah. I just know that they were funny. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like, I'm going to be a comedian. My teacher completely fucking laughed at me. I was like, yeah. oh, well, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> That's <laughs> rude. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm not. I, I'm not a comic, so she was right. Yeah, but you could. Well, you're not comic. Yeah, you well, sure? Maybe you yeah. stopped. Your dad jokes are great. You. Yeah, Ooh. I definitely did not become a comic because of my first grade teacher. I I, I you love your her. dad jokes. No. <laughs> yeah. She held you back. Defamation. Well. Defamation of career. He has the worst dad jokes ever. What are you talking about? I, mean, I, mean, I don't <laughs> like dad jokes. I tell Man. you guys this all the time. Anyway. <laughs> I remember I wrote some jokes before like i had never done comedy before but i was like in my head i was like yeah i'm gonna do it you know yeah. all this guy and i wrote some jokes and i sent it to uh my uh, 12th grade teacher my 12th grade <laughs> english teacher yeah and i go well, hey what do you think about this he goes yeah i didn't like any of them <laughs> <laughs> and your spelling is terrible yeah, and, I, and i i'd already graduated you know and stuff like that did and he block your number afterwards he like my number but i definitely that definitely prolonged me like five more years so i was like i don't even know shit. what i'm i don't even know what i'm oh, doing oh shit so you like seinfeld the show um what's the first because i mean so Seinfeld as a stand-up is one of the best. I don't think there's, he's one man. of the few comedians where you can say there's nobody else like him. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely nobody else like him, and I'm not gonna like sit here and try to shit on Jerry Seinfeld because he's Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, I will. But I had never seen any of his stand-up from like the '80s or the '90s or anything mm -hmm. like that, and I've only seen the stand-up that he's put out on Netflix recently. Recently, yeah. and it's just like. Superman, because he's not fucking funny at yeah, all. It's not like my cup of tea, you know. Like, uh, but I kind of right. Up. I mean, even if even if some, I can give respect to comedians who aren't my cup of tea. Yeah, but are still good at the craft. Dude, if he ever helped me with a joke, I would. I would. You know, I'd be like, wow, like it would blow my. If he yeah. even knew who his I was, humor, I his like, humor Whoa. is different. He takes the most obscure things in the world yeah, yeah, and yeah. finds a way to make a joke out of it. Right. Like, he has jokes about, like, eating cereal. Like, nobody thinks about making a joke about eating cereal. Yeah, exactly. But he does it in a way that try. somehow it's, like, fucking funny. Yeah. No, he's... And, and I'm not saying that he's not funny. Yeah. But, it, like... He, if it's he, not your cup of tea, that's not, like, cool. my cup of tea. Yeah. I, I was, like, more introduced to stand-up. I was on a mountain, actually, whenever someone played stand-up for the first time for me. Like, I was... Uh, my grandma sent me to, like, a wilderness I was going to say, like, literally on a mountain? Yeah, yeah, or? literally on a mountain. <laughs> My grandma, like, instead of taking me to, like, a camp or whatever, she was like, you're going to go live in the woods with these strangers, you know? Hell yeah. Sounds <laughs> great. And so for a week, I was in Colorado, and it, which was cool because I had never left, like, the Beltway, you know? Yeah. And so I was <laughs> now I'm in Colorado, and, like, our tour guide was playing Mitch Hepburn. Oh, hell yeah, while love we Mitch. Were, while we were, like, walking back and forth, and, yeah. like, I was, like, dying. And I yeah. didn't know why I was dying laughing. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, because it, yeah. like, the jokes are dumb. That's, like, that's like the jokes so are funny. stupid dumb from it, but they're, <laughs> yeah. like, the best one-liner jokes, like, ever. Even, yeah. like, to this day. Yeah, to this day. Like, like 15 I, years after he's died, like, they're fucking great. No. Yeah. Is, is that the guy that's, like, they, we got the... the like the tennis balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said, "Cut somebody, them up." Yeah, somebody <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I never, I never, ever watched stand up. Um, and I all I know is that like I, I enjoy uh comedy yeah, and yeah. I laugh at basically everything. But my husband loves stand up, and so he's kind of introduced me to that. But 
Yeah. It's like it's something about um I don't like listening to people talk as I'm well, here I, on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was not a good so you're a super religious person, which is probably one of the reasons that I grew up in a super religious family. It's probably one of the reasons you weren't allowed to watch. Yeah, the only yeah, people no. I was allowed to watch when I was a kid was Bill Cosby and Sinbad because they yeah. didn't curse. Ah, Bill Cosby is a great role model. <laughs> yeah, great role model there, Nick. <laughs> Sinbad, Sinbad doesn't even you exist. Just put the ecstasy <laughs> in the pudding. And yeah, Bill Cosby and Sinbad because they didn't curse. He didn't yeah. curse, but he definitely raped people. So that's great. Uh, great. Yeah. That was def- that would be something like that too. Yeah. Whenever whenever I moved to Deer Park, like my grandparents had a lot more leniency, like uh, than my my parents did. Yeah. So I I found out like uh, my grandma was watching like the blue collar comedy tour. Right. And so I fell in love with Ron White. And yeah. As did everybody. <laughs> yeah. As did America. That dude like yeah. Yeah. super funny. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, like doing. Like comedy in Texas, like uh, I, I I did a show in Austin and Ron White was there and he was no like, shit and he was like good stuff you know like <laughs> and I was like hell yeah I called my mom immediately that was a pretty good you know? Ron White I impression like, uh, I feel like I need to get your autograph now yeah. just because you talked to yeah, Ron that was, that was a good, that I don't was think a good you would Ron ever White remember it, you know like uh, I don't oh, know Ron, does Ron might remember anything he's sober now so <laughs> yeah he quit uh, drinking yeah he I didn't realize drink. that he owns a tequila company I was about to say yeah he owns his own tequila company but yeah he quit drinking there's a crap ton of ayahuasca but is he is he still funny. Oh no! Oh, yeah, he's still hilarious. hilarious. Okay, he uh, came out with a Netflix special like a year ago, two years ago. Yeah, fucking yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a funny guy. Yeah. I really like him. But he's from Deer Park. Yeah. So like, uh, I, oh, found, I didn't realize that. I found yeah. some. How come videos. he's not on the wall of white people? Well, I hope, <laughs> well, hopefully, for the same reason I'll never be. Did he only live? Didn't he only live in Deer Park for like a year or some shit like, like that? It was like it was a few years. You should have asked him while he was there. God yeah. damn it! I I was hoping I was gonna get on Rogan and no, uh. <laughs> no. Uh, but like his his mom worked at Roman Haas plant and stuff like that. Like my grandma was a nurse there, so uh, I I like built like this connection to like a comic. Yeah. Uh, and he, I think he's like he holds court like a drunk uncle, like no. Yeah, man. Else. He everybody has an uncle that. Ron White reminds him of. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and uh, so that's like, that's my favorite thing. Because those, yeah. those are the people that you love. You yeah. Know, like, uh, I'm so glad you brought up Rogan. What do you think of Rogan stand up? You know, I, uh, luckily when Netflix came out, uh, I wasn't like a huge like fan of watching stand up. But mm-hmm. then I watched like his, uh, like the Rocky, Rocky Mountain High. That was pretty good. Uh-huh. And I've seen him. I saw him live mm-hmm. here. Uh, in Houston, and I laughed so hard. Really, I was, I was on like 500 milligrams of edibles. Uh, <laughs> so I don't, saw him. Yeah, was that, was I, that you and Con, you and Con are gonna get along. I man. fucking love Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> I, I love Joe. Rogan. He, he put him in his top five of all time stand up. I did. Oh, no, 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 no. I got shit on because I didn't have like not one yeah. black guy in my top five. So it's like, well, Chris Con's a racist. Yeah, man. I saw that question on the pre-show uh, stuff, and I was like, all right, I gotta get it. I gotta get one black. Guy. Yeah, you have to get like <laughs> if you have a, a top five comic, one of them has got to be black, and they can't be half. That's, that's not or, necessary. Yeah. No, can't uh, be half. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ron no. White is not in the Hall of Honor. Like, uh, I'm about to contact the Deer Park Chamber of <laughs> Commerce and be like, "Yo." So the story, we should call them right now. The story about him getting like pulled over because they were profiling the sidewalk. Yeah, that was in Deer Park. I was found, it really? I found a video of him telling that story. 
on YouTube, like YouTube algorithm just yeah. recommended. Oh, really? It to me. And it was him at the Houston Improv in 1989. Holy shit. 89? Uh, and he looks Fuck, I was wild. three years old. <laughs> like, he looks crazy. That's and, funny. He was, and that's where he started dropping like Deer Park references. And I was like, gotcha. oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, hometown hero. Ron White. <laughs> and so, one of my questions is like, if you had anybody that you kind of tailored your style after, who would you say it was? It would definitely be like Ron White. Like, uh, like I watch Ron White like comedy so much when I was a kid that mm-hmm. like whenever I think of a comedian, that's like what it's supposed to be like, you right. know, in my head. But now, like as I get older, you know, uh, more mature in my comedy, like uh, I may still carry like some of the characteristics that I like learned watching him. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely my own. And now I watch like way more obscure comedians, right? Uh, because like who? Like, this guy Eddie Pepitone, have you mm-hmm. ever heard of him, mm-hmm. dude? Uh, he crack. He has this bit where he heckles himself, like, uh, <laughs> oh, no he, like sits. He like sits in the audience and screams out on stage, and then runs back on stage. Like, <laughs> like it, he's That's like a mani- he's a maniac, yeah. And, yeah. and he's what they call like a comics comic. Like the comedians that know like what he's trying to do, like yeah. They get it and they really yeah. appreciate it. But like he's been doing comedy for like forty years and he just put out his his first hour. Really? Oh yeah. wow! Have wow. you been heckled before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. like do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you just kind of like flow with it? Like how does that go? Uh, when I first started doing comedy, it was it was devastating. Well, right. You know, like it would throw because comedy is all about rhythm. You yeah, know? Right. like uh, it's, like, it's got like a cadence to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if I got knocked off my cadence, I would just fall flat yeah now i can i can kind of deal with a heckler more but i don't have a lot of crowd interaction uh oh, okay. in like my set I, I i've been doing it more now because it's definitely a weakness that i need to like like yeah. i have a buddy yeah. that do you is, pay somebody like hey can you help me so i can work no, on this shit or no, you don't have to you know, like, <laughs> oh okay uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like there's always that one fucking guy he's yeah, shit face sure. he's gonna talk shit <laughs> yeah that you can kind of point like if you're watching the crowd walk in you can go oh yeah these are, you can oh, spot him yeah, off the bat. This is gonna be a problem. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, he walks in like I'm fucked up. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that guy's gonna be a problem. <laughs> what do you think about? So I've noticed this trend with um, a lot of newer, newer, more famous comedians where they do a lot, or like ninety percent of shows like crowd talking. Yeah, and I kind of have this thing where Andrew like Andrew Schultz. That's like all he does. Andrew Schultz. Does, Andrew Schultz, and there's some like uh, Indian guy who's super hilarious, but I can't remember. His Akash name. Singh. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you? I feel like that's more like a cop out than anything because I feel like it's super easy to fuck with an audience member who doesn't see it coming rather than just standing up and doing stand up jokes. Okay, so I would say that they probably I've seen Akash Singh uh, perform an hour in the last month. Mm-hmm. And he has the he has like the chops to do a full hour. Yeah. But what I think is what what they're doing is that they're garnishing the attention without burning any material. You know? Yeah. Oh, like, I see what you're saying. Like uh, I still have some jokes from <clears throat> whenever I wrote them. You know, like in you're 2019. Them. No, not even saving them. It's just like you're still working they on wor- them. They work, and then you figure out like another thing, and then you no. go, oh, you know, like you know, and like. If you're just constantly pumping and dumping out material, like you're gonna get better. Yeah. But the, it'll never be as good as somebody that can like refine something that they found funny five right. years ago and still make it funny. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Do you so, do like a lot of crowd work? No. no. Uh, I ha- my opening joke is is uh, is a ba- is crowd work bait. 
Uh, basically, <laughs> I just like kind of stare at the audience <laughs> and then I pick on an audience member to let myself set up my first joke. Yeah. And that's about all the crowd work I get yeah. because I, uh, I smoke so much pot, you know, like, uh, <laughs> like when I'm on stage, like I'm usually pretty like blasted, you know, yeah. and, and the last thing that you want as a comic is to lose the power in the, in the struggle between audience member and you. Yeah. And so like, I don't want to like. Hey, what do you, you know, like, what do you, what do you do for yeah. a living? And he's like, oh, that's stupid. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, all right. Yeah. So I don't. He's like, I work in the children's hospital with children cancer patients. Like, so what do you can't make anything cancer? funny about that. Yeah, yeah, he's probably on Epstein's Island. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the first time you did stand up. First time you were on a stage. When was it? Where was it? It was at the secret group. Uh-huh. Uh, I like the Houston. secret group. I love the yeah. secret yep. group. Secret group is one of my favorite bars. It's my home bar. It's where I'm this isn't the first this. time you got paid. This is the first time no, you did it at first all. Time okay, all, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Uh, I was really poor. I was I was walking dogs uh, for a living. I had just moved back from Miami. That sounds like a typical comedian first time comedian thing to do is to be a dog walker. <laughs> yeah. Dog walker. Well, it was like I I found the job on Indeed and it was like we'll pay you eighteen dollars an hour, but what they don't tell you is that you'll never work a full hour. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen dollars and thirty five cents. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And uh, and so I uh, I was at the secret group. And they had this show called Trash Flavor Trash. Yeah. And uh, Trash Flavor Blood Trash. Blood Brothers. They uh, they pour whiskey in your mouth if you set pre-COVID. I don't know if they do it post-COVID. I haven't been. Uh, but they uh, they pour whiskey in your mouth if you sit on the front row, like straight from the bottle. Right. And uh, so I was broke, and I was like, I want to get trashed. And my buddy was like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> so we like went and sat there in the front row. I got hammered. And then after two after ten o'clock, it's two dollar wells. Yeah. And so it's just like double, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. now I can afford to drink. You know, like, uh, <laughs> and so I just got like hammered and I, I went upstairs and that's where all the comics hang out. And I didn't know that, you know. And uh, yeah. I was sitting at a table and I was like trying to tell like my friend two of my friends are named Chris and one's with a K, one's with a C. And then one, the one with the C started dating a girl named Chris. Oh, Lord. That's <laughs> and, a lot of Chris's. And so I was trying to tell That's a story about how Chris, Chris, and Chris were all dancing at the club the other night. And, like, you know, and this guy came up to me. He goes, are you a comic? I've never seen you before. And I go, no. And he was like, do you want to be? And I was like. I mean, I thought about it, and he was like, all right, I'm going to sign you up for the open mic. And he signed me up for the open mic. Uh, Oh, my God, I would be so scared. I was so drunk, and and, and it was like 1030 when I was drunk. I didn't go on stage until like 1, so I was like blackout drunk. And uh, and I was going... I was like going through a bunch of weird crap in my life. Like my, si- I was like living with my sister and her husband, and my sister just like left in the middle of the night and shit like that. And I was like, uh. so, <laughs> so now, now you're I'm just, just stuck here. with your brother-in-law. Yeah, now I'm just here walking with your dogs. Husband, you know, like, uh, and uh, so it was. That just sounds like, like comic material right there. <laughs> yeah, and I just like talked about all that, and I, I bombed horribly. You know, well, like, uh, yeah. yeah, it was terrible. Right. And uh, but whenever I got home. Uh, I text that guy. I go, hey, when when can I do that again? You know, like, uh, and then oh, I just like wow, literally yeah. never stop doing it. Uh, yeah, until they like literally forced us. So that's so, awesome. Yeah. What's it like when you bomb? Oh, like, it, how much do you hate yourself whenever you're just like, oh, this is a really bad fucking set? Yeah. Now, uh, I just you know I just smoke more weed. Uh, Attaboy. <laughs> but before that, 
I would, I would, I would be so angry. Yeah. I would get like, and not like, I would just be angry at myself, you know, like uh, at that because like, uh, there's a lot of comic, there's a lot of good comics in Houston. Like we have like some like legends that live here, you know, like this guy Andy Huggins. He's like 75 years old. I've heard of Andy Huggins. Yeah, he like. He grew up with Bill Hicks. Like, oh no, like shit! That. Bill Hicks wow. is his best friend. You know, really. And, uh, and so, like, we have legends like that. And that guy would always tell us, like, "There's no such thing as a bad audience; it's just a bad performance." You know. And so <laughs> right. I would like internalize that. Yeah. Uh, when I get off, I would get I would get so mad, and it would like it was like ruining my relationship with my girlfriend. And we've been together forever, you mm-hmm. know. And so, oh like, man. Yeah, but yeah, because if she was mad at you, all she's got to do is be like, "That's why you ain't funny." Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Did she ever pull one of those? Like, fuck no. you, you ain't funny, motherfucker. Uh, no, no, she she would never. Why don't do you that. whip out your dick on stage? They'll laugh at that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, see, I, pa- I I come packing American American beef. So. Great age. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's what my profile yeah. says. Yeah, but you know what an angry woman's gonna say? Anytime a woman's angry, you got a small dick. It don't matter. You could be fucking Ron Jeremy. A woman's mad at you. You got a small dick. I would never yeah. say that. And Ron Jeremy <laughs> yes. is so gross. Like I don't even know how women suffer with him. I'm this just talking about his his. Didn't he finally get arrested? Gross. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, so gross. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in prison I think, now. I think, like, I, I think they charged him for every porno they ever made. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, there's just, no way any of this can be Your, your porn was yeah. so bad. You're doing 30 years, motherfucker. Mm. Oh, shit. All right. No, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, I was just... Let's drop my pen. You don't need it. Here, I got another Yeah, I got one for you. I got it. I got just it. Just kidding. It's raining No, we, No, you were talking about bombing, oh, and I was dude, just... Yeah. I was just curious, like... um. That was one of the questions, like, how do you, whenever you, whenever you do bomb and you've got this advice, like, it's no such thing as a bad audience, it's a bad performance, do you I go, that try to man fix... doesn't know what he's talking about, dude. <laughs> People suck. People suck. <laughs> no, I mean, do you, do you trash the joke? Do you find a way to... No, no, it, like, when I bomb, it's usually because of me. You right. know, like, me, like, uh, either... Like, I was running late to the show, and then I got, like, all jacked up on, like, nicotine right before I walked out on stage because I was nervous because I was running late, you know, or whatever, or I got too drunk or something like that. (laughs) So then your timing's all off. You gotta find that perfect, like, window of, like, not too drunk, but, like, drunk enough. Dude, it's like, it's like, you know, I don't know. I'm half Irish, half Cherokee. So whiskey, like, is my blood. (laughs) Right. So, like, for me, the perfect balance is, like, three doubles yeah. before I go on stage. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, three more doubles when I get off stage. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but doing comedy as long as I've been doing now, like, you've learned that, that you just, like, you, you can set traps for the audience. So, like, say I have, like, a new joke and I think it's going to be weak. What I'll do is, like, I'll do, like, a, a, one of my bangers you know, like up and then like a medium level joke and then go down to the new joke. And then that way, if it bombs, they don't hate me, you know, because right. I've already made them laugh. So uh, like that, that doesn't like uh, scrapping jokes doesn't work from like is not like that. Yeah. But if I do a joke and it bombs, I'll probably do it for like the rest of the week. And if yeah. I can't get it to work at all throughout that week, yeah, then it's gone. Right. That actually wanted, I wanted to bring up, we talked about yesterday, like, do you have to alter your set depending on, like, the crowd, you know, depending on the ethnicity of the crowd? Oh, yeah. The culture, like, all of that stuff. Yeah, you yeah. have to adjust your set the a little bit. The age of the crowd. The age. <laughs> 
Yeah. So there's a great there's a great story about not having age appropriate question in Houston <laughs> comedy. Is uh, they were doing a, a show like they were running an open mic at this pizza place, and uh, the owner comes up and he goes, "Hey, by the way, there's like a birthday party here, so there's a bunch of kids, so please don't curse, you know." <laughs> and everybody was like, "Got it," uh, you know, uh, like <laughs> please but, don't curse. But this is like an open mic, so like this is like no one's gonna go like you know fuck you know like that like because uh, they want to be able to come do this every yeah. week mm-hmm, for free mm-hmm. anyways. And uh, so this guy Harris gets on stage, and all, he's looking at all the kids, and he goes, uh, "How old were you guys whenever you realized Santa Claus is not real?" <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. How old were these kids? Like oh. five to five to eleven, you know? That's hilarious. So like he ruined some kids' lives, and then some kids' thought it was hilarious, you know? Like, oh my god! That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's good. Okay. I like it. Yeah, but in Houston, like, uh, you know, like the Houston neighborhoods are so diverse, you know, like, yeah. so if I'm in Mont, like, uh, like I wear like Carhartt t-shirts and I drive a shitty like pickup truck and I, and I dip and I talk with an accent. So like yeah. if I'm in Montrose, I do yeah. not bring up anything like Republican, <laughs> you right. know, like, uh, <laughs> like I, if, yeah. and if I do, like, I better have a real good fuck. Like, uh, I have like a joke where I say that I look like uh, Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse, fuck Ron DeSantis, <laughs> nice. and uh, and like that works in Montrose because right. I'm making fun of Republicans, right? Even though I only know that because I watch Fox News. You know? <laughs> like, oh my right. gosh! Uh, I mean, I, I don't watch Fox News. I, my favorite thing in the world to do is to get super high and watch local news. Yes, because when I was a kid, I was like, local news is so important but now as an adult i go oh this is so low budget you know yeah, like, it's I, so <laughs> shitty funny. like i see youtube videos with better production quality than the local news has yeah so that's why i yeah. love that's why i love the movie um i love anchorman and bruce almighty oh yeah because they're both like just making fun of the news and it's fucking hilarious oh yeah what's up dude all right welcome con back to the podcast table you ran like you had to take a shit dude yeah, you you shoved that chair back so quick and we're gone. <laughs> Did you have to poop? I had to pee so fucking bad. Oh. <laughs> we just need to put you a jar down there. So a little put piss a jar? Catheter. <laughs> we should get tro- you should get troughs off the side of the table like Ooh. elementary school. Such a good idea. Well, how the fuck am I going to oh, do like this? Oh, like at the old Astrodome? Just- Spread your, dude, like, spread your legs more. I don't <laughs> My know. elementary school had that. <laughs> we'll get you that dude cup where you can put it in your crotch That's and it like turns it into a funnel. No, it's a shiwi. Oh. Shiwi. There you a go. Shiwi? A shiwi. Wait, is that, can is I get this Chinese on Amazon? Propaganda? Yes, you can. No. It is. Shiwi? <laughs> no, so, like I like legit almost bought my girlfriend one for Christmas. I want one. Swear to God. Why, you, you guys take a lot of road trips or something? Yeah, and she always has to take a fucking piss. And literally, yeah. we're on a on a <laughs> on a... Sorry, Dick. I got to tell a story, though. Anyways, You're good, dude. We were... Uh, <laughs> Left is the best. We went bar hopping one night, right? And we, we closed out a bar, so it was yeah. like 2 a.m. Oh, man. And then I called my an Uber driver, and so we're heading home. We're literally like a minute and 30 seconds from the fucking house, and she's like, I, I, I got to take a piss. I was like, you can fucking hold it for like two fucking minutes. She goes, no, I cannot. I was like, oh, yeah, you can. She goes, no, this is common. I was like, God damn it. So I had to tell my Uber driver, like, hey, uh, whatever his fucking name is, like, hey, pal. Um, <laughs> hey, pal. Hey, pal. Your <laughs> she, she, oh, she really has to take a piss. Can you uh, pull over somewhere? He goes, he, like, looking at the rear of your mirror, like, where do I pull over? I was like, yeah. I looked at my, she's like, where does he pull over at? She goes, there's a fucking Valero right there. Stop there. I was like, it's fucking closed. Where are you going to piss at over there? She goes, oh, I'm going to find a fucking place. This bitch, swear to God. 
We pull up inside the Valero, and she walks us a Valero with a car wash. Oh, my God. Yes. I was going to say that. The car wash every time. She fucking pulls She pulls a goddamn squat inside the Valero car wash and fucking takes a piss. I can't tell you how many car washes I have pissed in. I had to tip that Uber driver like an extra 20 fucking bucks for that shit. I was like, this is the most dumbest and expensive Uber ride from the bar. Keep in mind, the bar was only like. Another two miles up the road from where we're already at. Oh, like, my God. She could not hold it. I was like, you are the worst Wh- fucking girlfriend ever. I swear to God. <laughs> I love always, you, Lindsay. Women always tell, like, guys, like, how nasty they are. They go, oh, you know, guys are so nasty. Like, oh, you, what, you shower every other day? Gross. You know, but, like, I hear more stories about women pissing themselves <laughs> or, like, pissing in a car wash. Chicks are fucking you know? gross. All Chicks right? are That's gross. gross. It's disgusting. Naomi, I got any comments? Stories. Amber heard shit on the bed. You know, like, yeah, I mean, not no she's hot. You know, no, like <laughs> no right-minded dude's gonna shit their. According bed. to her, yeah. it was the dog. Okay. Yeah, he's like, it was a Yorkie. A Yorkie doesn't. That was a human-sized shit. <laughs> Ain't no fucking way that came out of a Yorkie. I wanted to get you take, um, Con. That'd have been a great story for our specialty segment too. Anyways, what I miss? <laughs> no, but I wanted to ask you. Um, you were talking about the Houston comedy scene, like. Oh, yeah. Compared to every other place you've been to, because you've been to a few cities, how would you rate the Houston comedy scene? Uh, I would, in the state of Texas, I would say that the Houston scene is the strongest amount. Like, we have more good comics Mm -hmm. in our city than, well, Austin is tricky, you know, because, like, uh, now they have a bunch of L.A. comics that live there and stuff. Uh, So, like, I would say... If you discount like LA comics transporting like yeah. here, Houston has the strongest scene the homegrown talent. of homegrown talent. Yeah. And what's weird is like we were talking about this the other day, how many of like our top like our city's like top twenty five comics, you know, mm-hmm. are from Deer Park, Pasadena area, which really? is super That's funny. funny. And I, yeah. I was like, it's because of air quality. You know, we're like we've been, <laughs> we've been choking our brains out yeah. for years all and that we're all retarded. Yeah, you know, like, for sure. We all got that benzene brain. Yeah. There, there, there's a ES, ESPN 97.5 is a sports station over here in Houston, right? Yeah. And there used to be a guy pre-pandemic, and they all got laid off after the pandemic happened. But Barry Laminac. Oh, you, yeah, you yeah, ever, yeah. You ever do any shows with him? Oh, dude, yes. Uh, Barry. <laughs> is he actually funny, or is he just kind of like a lot of talk? I, feel I like mean, I'm not going to talk shit about Barry. But okay, no. then don't do that. Yeah. We only talk a, shit about uh, Rod Ryan on this show. <laughs> Barry has... Barry has a lot of good jokes, Does you he? know, but he like, he, like I said, like, he's just like, not my flavor, yeah. you know, uh, but I've been I following will that say, dude for years. I will say my very first show on the road, uh, I was opening <clears throat> for a guy who was opening for Barry Laminac. Oh, and so <laughs> funny. Like, uh, the guy that the feature brought me as like the opener and uh, Barry was the headliner, and I did so bad oh, that, uh, that Barry remembered my name. You know? <laughs> like, Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is still a plus, yeah, right? Yeah, like he saw me, and he goes, hey, Charles. And I was, was like, like oh. that's what's up. <laughs> I might have sucked, but you know my name now, motherfucker. Yeah. And, and now that I've, like, you know, I'm more grown in comedy, like we've shared the stage again, oh, and I cool. always bring it up. I go, you remember that time? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah I remember. <laughs> you, ever, you were ever running the Shinadu? Uh I have. I've run, I've run into him a couple times. It was really funny. Someone asked me about him the other day, and then all of a sudden, one of of his face it was probably face me popped up. In, and I was <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah. Because me and him been talking on Instagram, and he's like, oh yeah, I want to do your show, but you know, he's. I mean, he 
he tours all over the country. So. Yeah, he's not. I wouldn't even say like he's. I wouldn't even say he's like active in the city anymore. Yeah. Like he's like to the level now where he's just gone. You yeah, know? and that's awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I can't wait to be there. Yeah, know? yeah, for sure, for sure. No, he yeah he goes to Houston, Dallas. San Antonio, and then he goes to Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Um, he does a lot of West Coast stuff, and too. I would, I would probably say that's the ranking of, like, Texas comedy scenes would be Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, then Austin. Yeah. Austin has, like, five really good comics, uh, yeah. but everybody else there is, like, so really? on guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel, like, I feel like Austin. That's what I told him. I was like, dude, you're probably too big for us now, but I, he's, he seems like a cool dude. Yeah. Like, all the good comics from Austin used to be from Houston. I was about to say, like, I feel like Austin <laughs> would be a really hard place to play because I feel like you have to be very chosen with your words. No, dude, not not even. Are they, uh, like, super free spirit and not in a weird way? They got, like, weird, like, post-pandemic, Austin got weirdly racist. <laughs> like, weirdly like, racist? Weirdly. Oh, like, uh, I, I was like... When they opened up, like me and my a couple of my friends were like, "Oh, let's go to Austin. Let's go hit the mics." And we're all like pretty established comics here in the city, so mm-hmm. we're like, "Oh, it's gonna be great. You know, we'll go make connections out there." And the first comic, the first uh, show we went to, there was like a light skinned Hispanic guy saying the N word. He said it like five times from the stage, <laughs> and, I, and I I rolled with like a black comic, uh, this guy Pedro from New Orleans, yeah. and so. What, you say a black guy was named Pedro. It's not his real name. Okay. I was about to say, it, like, yeah. is he Cuban or <laughs> he could be Dominican? I uh, I, I saw his it. real name and it, it. There's too many syllables, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, and he was like gotcha. everybody calls me Pedro. And I was like, all right, time. <laughs> so much better. Uh, much better. But like Pedro, like basically, like Pedro just like went on a rampage in the city of Austin, calling them all hacks and like, oh no shit. And like this guy came up to like uh, the non-screaming black comics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, AKA me. And, <laughs> and he was like, I can't, you know, like, I can't believe you, like, you Houston guys are like, the, you know, like, so woke or whatever. I go, dude, it's not even that. It's like, if you, if that guy said that in Houston on a Houston stage, oh, I was like, uh, there would be 17 people to kick his ass out. Oh, wow. And I was like, four yeah. of them might have been a comic, and three of, and like one of those, co- like one of those people might have been black. It would have been like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, everybody else is going to whoop your ass in Houston. Like, yeah. uh, and so we went on like a rampage throughout the city. I almost got banned from a club. Uh, really? Yeah, because it was a heckle mic. Mm-hmm. And this guy goes, What do you think of Austin? And I, I just bought some uh, new, brand new, all white Air Force Ones. And I said, uh, I, I bought these shoes to remind me of the Austin comedy scene. You know why? Because they're all white. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I thought I was going to get banned. But they invited me back. Next what was one of your, your, your favorite places to play at? Uh, my f- dude, Brian. Brian, Texas. Yeah, you were telling about yeah. Brian, so, Texas earlier. Yeah, I like Brian, College Station. Yeah, not even College I've never Are you in Brian? Station. Yeah, Brian proper, actually. And they're – so it's like these, like, weird kids from Blend just decided that they are going to start doing comedy, you know? <laughs> And uh, they, they have like 15, 20 comics there now. Yeah. And th- I've like seen them grow over the last three, you know, like when the first time I saw them, I was like, Jesus Christ. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> These uh, guys are bad. Yeah, and now it's like, that's not so bad. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Uh, we're working. But they have these like cool rooms because it's like a small, you know, like working class town. Yeah. And, uh, and so everybody has money there all of a sudden for some reason. And so they have these like really fancy rooms. So they opened a comedy room that was in, uh, it was a, in a speakeasy at the very bottom in like uh, the basement of a hotel. Yeah. 
and that basement used to be a morgue. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm just like crazy energy and yeah. like uh and it's like built perfectly for comedy because it's like low ceilings and it's like a shotgun room. Oh sweet. And so like uh and you can smoke cigars in there. What? And so like people are like smoking cigars and you're like on a stage telling jokes and if there's seven people in that room and you get them going, it's it feels like you're in a stadium. Cause oh, it's that's like really so cool. Loud. So it's like my favorite I place. I love that, It shut yeah. down during the pandemic, and I, oh, fuck. I, like, I go to Brian a lot, and I always petition, like, I'm like, dude, let me film a special here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you're doing stand-up, and you're trying to figure out which girl you're going to go home with in the crowd, do you start with the prettiest one and work your way down, or the ugliest one and work your way up? He's got uh, a girlfriend, yeah, man. I was like, I have a girlfriend of eight years. Uh, oh, okay. So I don't even see other women. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. They have to fight through. A does she lot. travel with you? Uh, you know, she does now because she's friends with a lot of like the comics and like uh, comic girlfriend. She's like the longest lasting comedian girlfriend. Ah, gotcha. So she's like alpha uterus. And so she's like the the team mom. Yeah, she, she like hangs out at the club too. I mean, she smokes pot. And, yeah, like, that's uh, cool. She's probably watching like us that, live. So. She, she yeah, maybe she. She's like you better home. answer correctly, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah, no, she travels with. No, she sent me that question. Wanted me to ask. Motherfucker's gonna catch a can of green beans when yeah. he walks in the front door. Also, when a girl talks to me, I immediately think they're gonna ask me for money for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, it sounds right. it's usually it coming. Sounds about yeah. right. My yeah, my. You're like, what do I have to offer dad. this woman? Money yeah. or d- or good <laughs> looks? Just yeah, wait, Naomi's yeah, about yeah, to ask you at the end of the show. Hey, I drive a Miata. That's about it. I got a cute sports car. Nah, Miata's are badass. Put like a six-inch lift kit on those and thirty-six-inch tires. Fuck yeah! Every time those spinning hubcaps. What is what is that guy's name? That little guy, like. God, my husband's gonna kill me because I'm not remembering this. Oh, the something Rome, Rome motherfucker. I don't, I don't know. I'm not familiar with his sublime yeah. with Rome. Is that yeah. what no, no. <laughs> it's about that the movie? The movie with the little short guy and he's so funny. You guys want some cookies? <laughs> Come on. Porky Romano? Yes. Romano. Oh, Chris Kattan? Yes, Chris Kattan. Yes. <laughs> he drives the Miata. Yo, he's going to be in town next week. You should go see him at the Houston I Improv. Love he's at the Chris Improv, Kattan. right? Yeah. 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 I didn't even know he was still working, man, but I saw that advertisement. Um, I got to ask fun. you. I got to ask you, from a comedian standpoint, um, what was your take on Chris Rock getting slapped at the Oscars? Have you ever been slapped on stage? No, no, never. Not yet? Actually. Yeah, you know, I... I feel like that's like the pinnacle now. I, I almost <laughs> feel like I'm not a real comic because I've never been to Facebook jail. And <gasps> I've never... No one's a, ever tried to beat you up? Hey, I've never been attacked on stage. I've been attacked off stage. You know, but never <laughs> on stage. Yeah. Um, I'll come to your next show, okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll make a big, like, a we'll deal make out a of bigger it. bigger deal about Let it. Let me ask you, first of all, what did you think about the joke? Uh, I mean, I... <laughs> I love G.I. Jane because I thought Jimmy <laughs> Moore was... It was a really good movie. I liked G.I. Jane, yeah. Jimmy Moore and Jimmy, G.I. Jane, I, I think I saw that right after my dad showed me striptease. <laughs> and so, yeah. like, immediately I was like, ball girls are hot, you know? Yeah. Jada is pretty hot, you know, even yeah. as a ball chick. And so, like, I, I was like, it, I don't even, you know, like, think of, like, it as a bad joke. But my girlfriend's a hairstylist, and she was like... <laughs> She was like, I cannot believe he said that. You know, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, like, there's something that I'm missing. You know, like, I don't yeah. have all the information. <clears throat> uh, but the fact that Will Smith had 
any like you know like if Will Smith had that kind of courage in his uh, movies, like maybe they would be better, you right? Know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, legit, he hasn't made a good movie yeah. since Independence Day. I, I was, was gonna, gonna say, say Independence Hanc- Day was funny. Hancock like, you know? maybe, you Han- know, yeah. Like, uh, that Hancock mind, was like, good. Yeah, Concussion was good. No, it wasn't. Uh, Pursuit of I Happiness. loved Concussion. I've never seen Pursuit, Pursuit of Happiness because like uh, I lost my dad when I was young, so I, yeah. I was like, people are like, you're gonna cry, and I don't watch that. Not a very relatable movie. Don't watch that. I didn't watch. Because it looks too serious. Oh, seven yeah. pounds. But he's seven pounds is pretty good. Right. Seven pounds focus. Was crazy. Focus. Yeah. He's made some good ones. He's made some uh, uh, bad boys bangers. one and two. Yeah. And three. Oh yeah, bad boys is good. Yeah, yeah bad, bad boys. Is really good. He's made some good ones, but he's made some shitty one, ones. One, two, and three. Yeah, for sure. Lately. Like Wild Wild West is yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite movie. I time. forgot about Wild Wild West. <laughs> I, I, I I still like to point out the fact so that good. Will Smith beat Jay Z for a Grammy one year. What? Yeah. It was. Uh, Did he make like one song though? Will Smith was, was the first rapper to win a Grammy. It was "Get Jiggy with It" Get versus uh, yeah. "Hard Knock Life." Hard Knock Life. Yeah. You want to hear something funny though? Uh-oh. There's a at my company I work for right now. Uh, my managers gave this one dude a, a job interview. This was just what's today Friday, so this was like on Monday or Tuesday. The dude legit walked in and started singing the um, uh, Fresh Friend. Fresh Prince of Bel Air song, like on his first day, on on his interview. (laughs) I swear to God, we 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 have it on camera, and legally we can't share that shit. (laughs) I did try, trust me. Uh, We can't do that. I feel like we need to get that for the uh, spirit sniffers. It was so funny. But I will say this: like Chris Rock had every right to say whatever the fuck he wants, you know, because he's a man with a microphone. Yeah, and if it was a woman with a microphone, I'd say the same thing. But maybe I, she should get paid, you know, twenty five cents less per hour. But <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like Jada made him do that shit. Uh, yeah, she I definitely, definitely made feel him like do that. He made it like she made. I didn't him even do think that. the joke was that funny. It I didn't, I didn't think the joke was that funny. Yeah. Uh, but it was. Uh, he has every right to do it, but you also have every right to accept whatever consequence comes your way. Right. You know. Uh, and who would have thought that Will Smith was going to slap somebody? Oh, you know, uh, Chris Rock sure didn't think so. Five <laughs> yeah. hand slap of death to that motherfucker. I, I will tell you, the, <laughs> Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> that is that is funnier that than the funny, joke. Yeah, that yeah, was funnier, funnier than, than the joke. Than the joke. <laughs> His reaction: Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, I I would have loved like. Uh, I want to go like I wish there, like there was like a device where you could see like every dimension, you know, like Doctor yeah. Strange or whatever. Because I want to go see like the dimension where Chris I can't Rock wait fired to see back. Strange. You know, like, uh, like after he sat down, he, he probably was, had like yeah. five yeah. different comebacks. He just like cracks his knuckles. He's yeah. like, all right, let's go. Yeah. I hope I hope his next comedy special. I, was about I hope to, he comes with the ether, man. Yeah, I was about to say you got to wait for his next special to come back with like yeah. five different. Maybe he never it. brings it up. Maybe. No, he's got it. Oh, he will. He will. He was definitely going to say something because you can hear him in that clip. Like, we've already talked. He's like, ooh, ah, no. He's like, boy, I could. Okay. (laughs) People were talking about how uh, after, like, the after party, Chris Rock was just, like, manically dancing by himself, which is, like, way creepier than anything you could have said. (laughs) They should have checked him for a concussion. I mean, he molly walked the shit out of him. It wasn't that bad. I didn't. didn't But Chris Rock is a small person. Yeah. I think Will Smith like, 6'3". And Chris Rock is like, and all he needs is the right spot. He was the right all spot. Lee, for fuck's sake, like he could have fucking killed the fucking guy. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was all Lee. Yeah. That would have been that would have been crazy if he did yeah. get knocked right. out. That would have oh. been holy. Like, it was open handed though, man. He man, but like, if he hit it just right yeah. on that right point, that would have been a oh. great bit. That would have been the <laughs> bit. Is like if Chris Rock like. Flopped like a soccer game, just like fell on the ground, <laughs> and, like, yeah. and it made somebody come check on. <laughs> like Nancy Kerrigan after Tanya Harding walked the shit out of her leg, he's just oh, writhing in pain on the ground. That'd have been great. 
Tell me who your top five comics working today are. Remember, one's got to be yeah, black. One's got to be black. Yeah, no. one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we need one Asian. We oh, need actually, one gay. Yeah. I, I, one of my one of my favorite comics of all time is black. Uh, Hannibal Burris. Oh, he uh, is good. Yeah, he's good. great. Yep. And he dropped a special during the pandemic, which is like a special I'd mm-hmm. never seen before. Hannibal's underrated, man. I think. Yeah, he's actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop two black guys in my top. Five. Ooh. Whoa. Hannibal Burris and Gerard Carmichael. I know. Uh, okay. So Gerard Carmichael is. Like Didn't he a, just come out as gay? He did. Yeah. He did. He's funny seen, though. I haven't seen. Oh, that hits two of the marks. That's then. It. Black We're and good. gay. Yep. We're yeah. gonna go then. Oh yeah. All right. Now, now you just need a train. I'll just say some slurs. No, but like uh, Gerard Carmichael, he's like artsy guy. Uh, so all of his stuff comes out on HBO. Like, and yeah. they're really. But if you have HBO Max, yeah. go look up. It's called Gerard Carmichael. I think it's called Eight. Just like the, the mm-hmm. number eight, it's so funny. Yeah, it's uh, really good. Very good. I, I'm uh, getting an idea of like your comedic. Yeah, yeah. Like your your taste in comedy. I get it. no. So I'm gonna throw a curveball in that, and I'm gonna say Mike Birbiglia. Oh. Uh, I haven't heard this. So Mike Birbiglia, he's whew, he's all he, right. I hate him on Twitter <laughs> and stuff like that. But he's like uh, he's like a master at the one man hour. Like, mm-hmm. he will go, like, he has this great special called My Girlfriend's Boyfriend, mm-hmm. where he's telling, us like, a story of how he was slighted by somebody, and then he weaves it into, like, childhood trauma and all this, like, weird stuff, and and at the end of the hour, he just types it all up, like, a, and it just looks I all love that, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. so crazy, you know? And like To me, uh, that's the art of of yeah. comedy right there. I call and that Chappelle. That's what I call that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle does that all the time. Yeah, Chappelle's great. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw, so right before the world shut down, like, uh, I think my last comedy experience before they shut the world down um, was, like, Dave Chappelle dropped into the secret group after a Yeah, he popped shit. up out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, at one thirty in the morning, you know, like, and they were, like, Dave yeah. Chappelle's going on stage. They sent out a tweet, like, yeah, I was in that area that night, and yeah. I, I that next morning we found out that David Chappelle had dropped in, and I was like, "Babe, what the yeah. fuck? We were just there." So the club owner kind of just like shut the doors because it was yes. after hours, and so you can't technically allow anybody in. But yeah. like, if you were like yeah. friends of the club or whatever, so it was like great. Like I got to watch Dave Chappelle do like the the hour that he put out about the trans lady. Mm-hmm. I saw him work that hour out in front of like cool. 30 people. Wow. That's just badass. Smoking, <laughs> smoking a cigarette on stage. Yeah. And then he goes, someone roll me a blunt. And, and, so, and they were like, Charles, go roll Dave Chappelle a blunt. And then I rolled him a blunt. He said it was. You rolled said, Dave Chappelle's he said blunt? It was, he said, this is a pretty tight blunt, which is like, that's good enough for me. You know, like, uh, and then he sang karaoke for like an hour. Nice. Right afterwards. Yeah. Because like it was a festival. So like the. Uh, are we going to blow past the fact that you roll his own, his blunt? Like, are we just going to roll past that? Nope. I, I, I appreciated that's that. Just, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. to me, like, I if people. It's legendary status. You'll be able to tell your grandkids. Yeah. Like, one day that would be a good story if I ever make it in comedy. If, if right. I don't make it in comedy, I'll just be that crazy guy that someone goes. And, like, nobody's going to believe you. Yeah, nobody's going to believe me. I'm this like, fucking guy. <laughs> Grandpa's always telling crazy stories. He's off his meds again, Mom. We gotta give him. So he gave us he gave us Hannibal. So I go Hannibal, Uh Gerard, and I'll go uh, Michael Mike Birbiglia. Okay, Uh, I'm gonna look this guy up. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's he he's he seems he's like for me he's kind of like long winded. 
It takes them a while to get a joke out. That's why. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's like artistry. It's more of a yeah. play than like a yeah. an hour special. I got you. Uh, but I just like love his like word crafting. Uh, so okay, so Hannibal, uh, Gerard, Gerard, Mike Birbiglia, Tim Dillon. Oh, uh, he's fucking hilarious. Tim Dillon is like one of my favorites. Up. He social commentary. He's a guy from Long Island. He's crazy. He's fat. He's gay. He's like uh, super gay and like super conservative and like yeah, a lot yeah. of like super funny. Uh, All right, I'm gonna have to check this guy out. Yeah, yeah. He's he really a, I'm intrigued. He has a yeah, huge, huge podcast. Yeah, uh, called the Tim Dillon. That's show. not what I thought you were gonna say. He's got a huge podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, oh damn! All right. And then I would say like Eddie Pepitone. Uh, and like these are all. Like, I appreciate all these guys more for, like, their craft more than, like, their, you know, like... The level of funny. Yeah, level of funny. Yeah. I mean, Tom Segura, Dave Chappelle, Bill mm-hmm. Burr. How do you ever get funnier than those guys? You know, like... Uh, yeah, Bill, Bill I, Burr is... He's one of the yeah. best. I mean, Bill Burr is... God damn. You know, like, yeah. uh, he's so funny. I mean, sometimes I just, like, put on that a video, that video of him winning over... Uh, the like city of Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember like, that. He, like, <laughs> yeah, and he yeah. was ta- he was talking all kinds yeah. of shit about them, but he won them over because that's yeah. that's the kind he, of town they like, they like biz- that. that should be business motivation. <laughs> yeah. That video. Yeah. Like, what's, they the, uh, <laughs> what's the stadium that the Red Sox play in? What's that called? Fenway. Fenway Is it Fenway? Park. Yeah, he's got like a show at Fenway Park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's huge. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, and he's amazing. You know. Uh, so I would say like Bill Burr. You know, like Chappelle, yeah, yeah. all those guys. I mean. Theo, I saw Theo Vaughn live. Theo Vaughn's good. And I thought he was hilarious. And I watched his special, and I thought it was dog shit. You know? See, like, I, yeah. thought, I thought his first special was hilarious. Yeah. And then, like, his second one came out, and then the third was like, ah, I really don't have as much pop as, I, as yeah, his yeah, first yeah, one did. Sure. Yeah, it's the beautiful thing about his comedy. His podcast is good, though. Yeah. I feel like the beautiful thing about comedy is it is subjective, but if you... Like you said, you pay attention to the craft. You can respect somebody, even if you don't think they're funny. Yeah. You can pay attention to the craft and how they set up their punchlines and how they deliver those punchlines. For and sure. It's, uh, man, it's, so <laughs> I told you when we were doing the pre-interview, like, I've been writing, like, a. I thought I was writing a half hour. I didn't realize, dude, like, five minutes? You got to tell a lot of jokes in five minutes. That shit goes it, yeah. No, you, you just tell like five minutes. You need about, five, you need about five, minutes? five jokes per minute. Yeah. So. <laughs> five jokes per minute. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah. that time goes by really, really slow. Like, oh, I yeah. thought I wrote a half hour and, like, I'm working on it. And it was literally, like, maybe four minutes. <laughs> it's like, geez. But it's, I, I, the reason I asked you about Phil and Derek's, first of all, how do you feel you did at Phil and Derek's? Uh, I. I, I would say I always tell people that that was like a uh, either like a six or a seven mm-hmm. show, like I didn't bomb, but I yeah. didn't like walk away feeling like hell yeah, you know? right, 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 right. But it was a weird room. I don't know, like when you went, was the stage still like right by the front th- door? No, no, you, you sit three hundred and sixty degrees around it. Oh no! See, it's in the corner now. Okay. And it's like right next to the door. So, so yeah. When I did the, it, you were in the center of the bar. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You're in the center of the bar, and so you have to like kind of turn. Yeah, as you you're feel like there's stories. people staring at your ass while you're telling a joke. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of weird. <laughs> You'd be on like, those yeah. platforms that just turns. You just yeah, it kind of yeah. reminds kind of me weird. of the arena theater in Houston. Yeah, exactly. Where it just spins yeah. around, except it doesn't spin. Yeah, it which doesn't is weird. spin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and. And it, it's like a lounge, so everybody there is like too cool for school, you know. Right. Uh, but you know, I 
They do open mic on Wednesdays, man. I've been thinking about I, it. So I tried to sign up for that open mic the other day, and they were like, oh, you got to use like a Google form. And I was like, Steven, we started at the same time. What the hell's a Google form? Hey, uh, you, you Clearly. Like, they send you a link. Fucking, and then, <laughs> fucking old what? guy. Yeah. But, you're, uh, you're really bitch, you're older than I am. <laughs> How old are you? 32. Yeah. I would say, <laughs> why do you want to do Phil <laughs> and Derek's first? I feel like you should start in a hard room. What's a hard room? Ooh. On a Wednesday night, you got her Darwin's. Attention. Darwin's. Darwin's. See, problem. I wanted. You remember when Show, Showcase was open? I've been Fuquay? to Darwin's, yeah, but yeah. I don't remember it. No, the comedy room, the comedy night there. That is like, if I if Where's I if Darwin's? I can make Darwin's explode with so, like a joke okay. there, I know I got it. You know, like it's. Uh, the reason the reason I wanted to do Phil and Derek's because I realized the set that I was writing was like more for a white audience, and then I was like. But More I could for a write white audience? The set I was writing oh, okay. at the time. I was like, I don't know if this would kill as much with a black audience. Okay. So I was like, I was curious, like, I bet I could do a, a set at Phil and Derek's too. Yeah. Because I watched. And so I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. Maybe one day. You should. You should try yeah, it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, literally. Just let us know so I can record you. And every, every, yeah, yeah, so we can come <laughs> and heckle you. Yeah. <laughs> football time. Like, no, I need you guys to fake laugh, even if I'm not funny. I need it to sound like I'm killing I'm you. great yeah. at fake laughing. <laughs> I need Josh in the background. <laughs> that's actually that's actually my favorite thing to do is fake laugh my friends bombing. Uh, like uh, yes. like when they're like bombing, you just go. <laughs> that's like that, awesome. That dry nonchalant and, laugh. And, and, and I and you'll know whenever I really think it's hilarious that you're bombing because I'll start laughing hysterically. Like, but for real though, you know, I'm just like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> All right, my last question before we get an ad in here and figure out what our specialty segment is going to be. What are your goals for comedy moving forward? Like, what's the... Uh, I mean, the payment is duh. Yeah, yeah. To get keep, more than $10. Keep getting more than $10. I've, uh, <laughs> you know, my prices have upped. No, not, you know, I, like, drove an hour and a half to get $50 and three free drinks yesterday. So, uh, <laughs> I, I do it for the love of the game. You know, like, yeah, yeah. I always say that like, Pablo... I mean, we only gave you one beer to come here, so... Two. I gave him two. Oh, okay. I, I snuck him <laughs> on. Yeah. You know, I, like Pablo Escobar, like they say, like at one point in time, like he was losing like three hundred million dollars a month. Jesus to, Christ! To rats eating the money. Holy you know, shit! So Actual like physical rats. Yeah, because he had so much money stashed away, and it's like at that point in time, that dude's trapping for the love of the game. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And that's kind of like my thing with comedy is like I do. I I have a tendency of being pretty good at whatever hobby I pick up. Right. And then immediately going, how can I make money off of this? And yeah. then I hate doing that hobby afterwards. Right. Do, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I do the same fucking thing. Yeah. So now comedy, comedy mm. is like, uh, <laughs> comedy is like the thing right now where I'm, I'm, I'm okay taking it slow. Yeah. You know, like uh, all my friends are like in a rat race and, you know, it's just you don't like, want to hate it. I don't want to hate doing it, you know, like, uh, cause for a little bit there, like, you know, it was taken away from us and it was, and it sucked yeah. and we were doing everything we could to get it back in some shape, form or fashion. Now that I have it back, I just want to do it whenever I want to do it and yeah. have a good time and keep progressing. And I mean, right now I'm on that track, you know, yeah. like I don't, I don't, I don't think I go on stage as much as like my peers would think that I need to go on stage, mm -hmm. but I'm still getting better. And then like, I'm getting booked from people, you know, that like don't know me, you know, they go, Oh, I heard you're funny, you know, whatever. So it's like <laughs> the yeah. word mouth is going. And so it's just like, uh, I'm going to keep doing this, how I'm doing it because I don't want to hate it. 
and we'll, we'll go I feel there. I respect that. I'm gonna that. for sure catch one of your shows. I, I respect can't wait. that. I respect yeah. that. And if I lose, and if I die, like you know, like or never become like a, a full time stand up. I know so many guys that are like 55 that have been doing stand up for 30 years, and they're still doing it in the city. Yeah. And all the young kids go, oh, that guy sucks. But then like all the <laughs> older comics know who they are and appreciate yeah. them. And I can't wait to be that guy. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. That's goals. Weed, That's know? goals. Like, hey, yeah. I love it. I love cool. it. All right, man. <laughs> well, uh, uh, what shows do you have coming up? <sighs> what, what's today's date? We need to take a podcast. Uh, like the, it's a the 20th. Podcast field trip. Uh, okay, so the only things I got booked right now are uh, I'll be in Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, at some barbecue restaurant. I can't wait for that one. I like <laughs> I like Shreveport. Yeah, I've never I've never been to the city. I've never felt the oh, need. Oh, you can you can talk about the grandma that made her, uh, you know, granddaughter. There's a lot whiskey. of there's a lot of material in Louisiana. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at someone from Louisiana like that's a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's oh a bit. yeah. I always talk about how like uh, comedy can't be good in Louisiana because they don't get references because they're so backwards. Like, uh, <laughs> they don't even understand why we hate Nickelback. You know, like, right. What are you talking about, dude? It's pretty um, good. You know, like, thank <laughs> you. Thank you for saying that. I love to get my Nickelback. Just want to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> Nickelback's <laughs> awful. We all know it. It's okay. Yeah. So I got Shreveport. Nickelback then, is the greatest uh, band in the world, Naomi. I'm doing uh, this this place called the Velveeta Room in Austin. The what? Velveeta Room. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's kind of like a it's like a uh, like a everyone says it's like a hard club. Yeah. Because because is it like the ambiance or some shit like that makes it so hard? Well, they say it's just like packs full of like weirdos. Ah, well, it's the Velveeta Room, and I love weirdos. Yeah. Uh, I'm down with weird. I just keep picturing this. Room made of cheese. Yeah, I, I also <laughs> yellow everywhere. Melted cheese. Like, it's gold. Yeah, gold. it's black actually. The whole room is <laughs> all the walls black. It's, it's yeah. very creepy looking. Yeah, let's call this the Velveeta room. That's uh, funny. I'm glad you clarified that the room was in fact black. Yeah, not, yeah. The, not the actual audience. <laughs> not the audience. <laughs> uh, but yeah, outside of that, I just like hop on local shows uh, okay. all around the city. Uh, so you can always catch me like at the Secret Group. Or Rudyard's on Mondays. Okay. Uh, and then the Secret Group, like any open mic uh, that I feel like going out to, I pretty much try. I like Secret on. Group. I'll, I'll have to catch you. Did, hey, yeah. next, if did you, you ever, go, uh, let me know. Did you ever do Comedy Showcase before it closed? Comedy, no, 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 no. On no, Fuquay? No. Yeah, no. Yeah. The It became the joke joint. The joke joint, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I never went there. Uh, all my friends talk about it with like, uh, like, like remembering I like, like a bully, like, like they go, they go. Oh, it, it was so much fun, you know. Like I got to open for Mark Norman there or something like that. Yeah, yeah and then like you go, oh, how was it? They go, oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I used to like going to that place a, a lot. Um, for your tickets, I think, what's that? For your speeding tickets. That's the no. only time I ever remember that. <laughs> no, I used to go to the joke joint because they had, um, <laughs> you know, they had they had it, it was a two drink limit and. Two drink, two drink minimum. minimum? Sorry. Yeah. I was like, two drink limit. Two drink oh, minimum. That's what, I mean. That's what I meant. Minimum. Two drink minimum. And it was, you know, this, the food was pretty good. It wasn't expensive. And they had decent comic come through there. So, yeah. uh, so Rudyard's pub is probably going to be like the closest thing that you're going to feel like, uh, kind of like a comedy club where you can get food and they have like waitresses bring it to you and stuff. Yeah. They also probably bring them like more consistent big names. Yeah. Uh, through there, and that show is called The Riot, um, and it's ran by this guy, Brian Gendron. 
does a really good job there. And then the secret group, that's kind of going to be like your divey. Yeah. Like all it's these definitely like are a on dirty, drugs. dingy yeah, 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 yeah. feeling to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But I like well, it. Man, but I, I love it. Awesome. That's my place. jam. Yeah. <laughs> the secret group is awesome because they play like, they have like two rooms. Like, they have three rooms. Is now. there three? Yeah, it was like, uh, so there's the main room. Right. Then there's the ballroom. And then there's right. the box. And then, mm. like, whenever they do festivals, they throw them on the patio, too, upstairs. Ah, okay. Yeah, and the, they do, like, a bunch of concerts there, too. Like, like yeah, a bunch yeah. of hardcore punk shows yeah. and metal shows. Emo. Places or, fucking, yeah, 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 they, 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 have they do have a... They have the, yeah. they have the emo night. emo night. Yeah. Is that secret? Better than numbers. Yeah, 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 by far. Ooh. All right. And I hate emo music. I've never, but I have fun there. I've never been to an emo night. I've never been to emo night either. I want to go to one. All right, man. So crying with your boys, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I will also let you know, man. Like we, and we have to have a meeting about this. But like, I'm trying to get things moving on. Let's doing a live event, like podcast, and then have musicians, comedian. Like we want to do a whole live event for either. I'm thinking it's probably gonna probably. I asked my wife, do you think we should do it for the season finale or do a season premiere? My wife thinks that? a premiere We're would be better than a finale. Still trying to figure that out. Are y'all going to do it? But no, I have, I'm working on it. Yeah. Our sponsors, I, I met up with them and they're, they want to help us. We just got to get together as a team and, and figure it out. Yeah, dude. Um, I've already got some musicians who are like, hell yeah, let's let us know when. Yeah. So I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. yeah. That, that kind of stuff is super fun. And mixing comedy and music is like one of my favorite things. Comedy, music, and podcasting. <laughs> that's like yeah. a beautiful thing. That's how co- stand up got started. You know, like yeah. comedians were the hosts for like jazz bands. Mm-hmm. And for a, a good while, I was running a show in Houston called uh, The Degenerate Disco. It was in the attic of a bar. Nice. And we would always have a band play, and like we would dress like we were from the 70s, and we would, you know, just get hammered and have <laughs> a bunch of degenerates, you know, having a great yeah, time yeah. Up there. So, like, live events like that are always the best. Yeah, man. We, we, it's, it's on our bucket list, man. We're hoping to kick that off very, very soon. So, I will keep you informed. Yeah, yeah. Let me because know. Because that'd be great for you to come in and, and share your time. Fuck, it'd be us. bad if we could do it as a secret group, but they're always fucking boot, bucked up. Yeah, you could probably, uh, you could probably get the box cheap. I was going to say, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to try it. We're going to work it out. Yeah, we're yeah. going to work it out for sure. All right. Um, I don't know what we're going to do for our specialty segment, but let's get an ad for Good for Dudes, and uh, we'll figure it out. Tight. What's up, guys? It's Nick Stevenson again. Fellas, this time I'm talking specifically to you, and I want you to know it's okay. You don't have to be embarrassed. I know you want your skin to look good. Now, you haven't been taking care of your skin for years, and now every time you go to the coffee shop, they're offering you the senior discount. Now, maybe you've wanted to take care of your skin, but you just don't want to shop for products where your wife or your girlfriend gets her stuff. Well, fellas, why not just get your own stuff? All you got to do is go to goodfordudes.com. That's good, the number four, dudes.com. That's right. Good for Dudes offers a skincare product that is designed for men. Best part is it can be shipped right to your house fast and easy you want something to help prevent signs of aging like wrinkles and dark spots try wtf what's that simple it just means wear on the face after washing your face in the morning apply wtf after showering in the evening apply wtf if you've already got signs of aging it's cool because this product will minimize those and there's so much more just go see for yourself at goodfordudes.com once again good the number four dudes d-u-d-e-s dot com you want a promo code sure Use the initials to this show, S-L-M-A-S. Smells like middle-aged spirit, and you'll get 10% off your order. What are you waiting for, Gramps? 
I mean, buddy, it's okay, guys. If you want to take care of your skin, just get your own stuff at goodfordudes.com. Do you have crickets? Do you have crickets on that soundboard there? Yeah. Uh, this All is right. the first. This is the first where we've had two people out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear any shit from here on out. Yeah. They're going to get the same treatment. When you come in, we're going to pause. And well, guys, we just want to thank our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I don't know. I I, I think um, I, I, what I will say is to anybody who's listening to this podcast, first of all, you've been very patient because last week's episode hasn't even been published yet at this point. What's up, man? Thanks for sitting at the table. <laughs> hey, needs to Josh. Put that dad joke music on real fast. J- Josh needs Ooh. a new scenery. Yeah. Um, this is weird sitting over here now. Oh, you sound good on the mic though. You're you're gonna fuck up Naomi's shit. Yeah. She'll all, be all right. fucked up. Let's just leave it like this and see if she'll actually go sit behind the desk. Nah, she ain't gonna. Just, she want none of that. I have a feeling this audio is gonna get edited out. So you knew about Captain America's dick two years ago. Nick really wants to talk about oh Captain America's dick. Yes. Did Everyone you know about, about this? No, I did not actually. Okay, Chris. No, Evans. The question you should ask is, Nick, did what? you actually look it up and did you actually type no, listen, in Chris listen, Evans' no, no, dick no. into Google? The question you should really ask is, Nick, what were you looking at when you found Captain America's no. dick? Ooh, this is what I was looking for one. funny stories in the news. I was on the Huffington Post and I see one that says Chris Evans accidentally downloads a picture of his dick on his Instagram. Well, and I was like, back. and I looked at the... Uh, did did you use the restroom? Yes. Okay, cool. Did my kids clean it? Uh, I don't know. No. Oh, okay. I sent them downstairs. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's to the good one. <laughs> so, I, I read this headline, like, Chris Evans accidentally posts a picture of his dick on Instagram. And I was like, wait. And I look at the date, and it was 2020. I was like, why did nobody tell me about this? So, dear, if you go look at my search history on my phone, you're going to see Chris Evans' dick. Because I Googled it. I was like, I want to see uh, this. And yeah. everything was... questionable search history. Everything was blurred out. What are you using out. the internet for? I just... Yeah. <laughs> everything I was blurred out. I mine before I came in, so... Did you, did you see the picture, like, unedited? Yeah, it's on, it was on Twitter. How big is it? Is it uh, all on Twitter? I didn't still? measure it. Oh, you should have. Is it? Is like I mean, he's. I mean, he's Captain America. I mean, he has he has America's ass. He definitely has America's <laughs> dick. Does that work? Well, that's all I need to know. Yeah, yeah. Is it like, his ass is well, there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Well, is it like six yeah, well, how inches? Like seven table? Inches? Like how far down his thigh did it go? Like I really well, want to invest. It's, it's not weird. official until you hit a sound drop. How it's weird Nazis? seeing you over here. Yeah. How many just hit a, just pick take. one. <laughs> I don't know where the sound drops are. The colored the colored buttons. These? Yeah. There you go. They're ads. No. Look at the very bottom. Come on. Dun, 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 dun. There you go, press you it. Just that. press it. Nah, yeah. That, that's the outro. That's, that's the, that's <laughs> the <laughs> bump back music. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, that's the sorry. Bump back. All right. Sorry, now it's official, though. You hit a button. I'm not a producer. If, yeah, if man. you want to do your own sound drop, so look on the screen. There's a little air. No, on the board. Okay, I have an idea for the special segment. There's a little screen. Here, I'll, let me show you where it's at. Because he's never going to hear it, why don't you tell your AD Hodge story? Oh, my God. A.D. Hodge, what is that? He's a local comic that I tried to get to come on this show, and he wanted to charge us money. No way. Yes. Oh, come on. I'm funnier than him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he wanted to charge us money. Who is this about? A.D. Hodge. He's a a local comic. He's like, okay. Is this the guy that used to work on 94.5 The Buzz? I don't don't think he did. Isn't that A.D.? No, that AD's white. This AD Hodge is black. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, see yeah, the confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way to tell them apart. Yeah. 
Do they uh, hire black people on the bus? I don't think so. <laughs> do black people like middle-aged spirit? <laughs> we'll investigate. I don't know if black people like oh, rock and roll. Good. Actually, I'll, I'll do don't they have a... Don't they have... Isn't a... What's his name? <laughs> I'll do anything to shut down 94.5. I fucking hate that radio station. Why? Wait a minute. They have the Hispanic Awful. guy. What's his name? It's the only rock we got. One of the kids I uh, went to church with is their new uh, like soundboard guy, Andrew Green. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, Chile. Oh. Isn't Chile on the buzz now? No, he's that's like, like 97.9. No, he's on the buzz now, Chile. <laughs> he's on the Rod Ryan show. I don't, I don't listen to that radio station. So. Oh, okay. Anyways, I'm sorry. What's yeah. your AD hot story? No, okay. It's, 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 because I asked if you knew him, and you're like, yeah, but he doesn't like me. I, was like, I, I would say, I said, I wouldn't call us friends. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, like, we're very friendly with each other. But, okay, so there's a thing in Houston comedy where uh, comic, like, we all use Facebook. All Houston comics use Facebook. And right. if you can find the groups, you will never you will never have to worry about drama in your life again. There's so much drama going on between like Houston <laughs> comics that it's yeah. unreal. Like what? Just, you, don't, you don't have to give out names. No, but. just like people talking shit, beef, uh, you know, like, and, and it, but it always gets blown into this like weird proportion uh, through the scene because the scene is so tight knit and yeah. we all, and yeah. 95% of them don't have jobs. <laughs> you know, like, uh, and yeah. so they're like all on Facebook all day, you know, like, uh, but AD Hodge, uh, he posted this thing about Simone Biles, like about how, like you know, uh, she's a quitter and you know, blah blah blah, blah all this shit. And like, it was like so self righteous in his tone when he said that. Mm-hmm. And so all I typed was, uh, "These are strong words coming from a guy that cries on Facebook all day." Like that was like, <laughs> like that's like what I said. And then uh-huh. like a bunch of like upperclassmen. Uh, uh, like comedians all just like I mean I think it, like the post had like 300 comments and like 40 likes and my comment had like 130 likes <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was yeah. like, uh, it was like one of those and then so he like wasn't backing down and he, so he started attacking he was like oh Charles glad you're here nice of you to try to fit in on my page you know like whatever like right. some, you know and so uh, like so this wasn't like friendly jesting yeah. these were like real digs it was Friendly Justin, from my point, you know, right. like, I mean, they're coming. But he took it personal. He took he it took personal. It real personal. And then he got butthurt again about something <laughs> like two or three weeks later. And so I just, you know, immediately went back, but I hit him with another like thing. Everybody liked it, you know. So, like, I'm now two for O on him. You know? right. <laughs> oh, we're bringing on 80 Hodge next week, guys. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't care. You know, bring us both on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to be like, as a matter of fact, he's here. If uh. No, because yeah. no, he he's doing his own thing now. He has like his own show. He's asked me to be on the show and stuff. And yeah. I just never make it work. But, like, every, like, uh, I think he's a funny guy. He's, yeah, he is. He does come across. I've seen him get kind of petty on. He gets on, super petty, yeah. and so I, I was just calling him out on it, and then he got like super butthurt. And then <laughs> the other day, he posted in like a group where we all post like our availabilities to get booked and stuff. He was like, "Am I banned? Why am I not getting booked anymore?" And I was like, "This is what I'm fucking talking about." You know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, wow. so like our beef is like he takes himself way too seriously. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. Like he's trying to be a professional, com- you know, yeah. comic. And he performed in front of Damon Wayans recently. Yeah, and he, yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. good for him. You yeah. Know? Like, but when you have all that going on, you can't, you can't like stoop back down to like the peasant level. Right. You know, like why, why aren't you guys booking me at your mic? You know, like oh, he's over right. Damon Wayans, dude. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Shit. You know, like yeah. think more about yourself. Right. And if you get all, and if you get worked up on Facebook. 
all I'm going to yeah, do is... Yeah, nobody's going to take you seriously. I'm just going to get you more worked up. You yeah, know, it's, a game it's not the me. place like, to show you, know, like, to uh, let your feelings out. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, so that's, that's like a thing. <laughs> and, like, honestly, a lot of beef in the Houston comedy scene could be... If they just deleted Facebook for like a week, whew, man, <laughs> people would have better lives, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the name of the website? There's a website that a lot of comics you can go on to find comics to book. What's the name? Oh, of? I don't, I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I, I. Have well, a, that's where I found Ad Hodge. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if you have a no, profile. I, on I, I don't because okay. I have a job and <laughs> yeah. he's not that desperate. No, it's not that yeah. I'm not that desperate. It's just like they'll. People will book you for like, oh, we're having an event on a Wednesday, and I'm like, you know, I can't. My boss right. knows I'm a comic, but I can't go. Hey, dude, yeah, sorry, you know, like, you know, so doing a bar mitzvah yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I feel so you. That's why I'm not on it. It's but. just funny because I was going through that website and I found this guy, and they have YouTube yeah. clips of their of their videos, right? Yeah. So I went and watched this guy. This dude was on Comic View, like. You remember Comic yeah, View? Yeah, yeah, He was on Comic View on BET, like, back in 1997. Oh, wow. And it was, like, the only video he had up. So yeah. I'm like, does this guy still do comedy? Yeah, yeah. So I reach out to him, and I'm like, hey, I'm Nick Stevenson. It smells like my least favorite podcast. We're doing this reoccurring episode called Laughter's the Best Medicine. We want to get some local comics on. Would you be interested in doing the show? And I noticed that he had an appearance fee on his thing, so I asked him about it. <laughs> this motherfucker told me. <laughs> <laughs> This motherfucker told me if I just pay for his gas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're good. You no, I was like, no, bro. No, no he asked for gas. Um, what do you say? Gas and a gas and gas. No, he <laughs> no, yeah, no, he wanted gas and like a cigarillo. Yeah, yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, you cool. Take gas first? But like, I, I mean, and he was funny, but like, I, I felt like I was, I was kind of nervous because like this dude has, I don't even know if he still does stand up, and yeah. he just asked me, he like, I'm, I'm offering him money, and he's like, no, nah, just give me some gas and a cigarette. I'm like, are you planning Houston? on robbing my house? Yeah, he was somewhere in Houston. Mm, I wonder, I wonder who that was. Yeah, I can't remember. Huh? You don't remember his name? No, this was like two years ago. Oh, this is yeah. like oh. when me and Chris were doing the show. I was that's hilarious. I mean, that's a that's there. a very Houston comic uh, answer. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, dude, I'll do it for gas money. Yeah, I mean, get out and do it. You know? I just I got the impression that he was like a little more further along in his career than yeah, yeah. asking for gas money. So that's why I just thought it was funny. Yeah, that, that's super <laughs> funny actually. <laughs> oh snap! But man, this was really fun. Um. I hope we get a chance to do it again, like I said, and we'd love to. Yeah. Next dude. time you're doing a show, I don't know if I can make it to, to Shreveport, but next no, time you're doing it. Do you have uh, any way people can follow you? You have Instagram yeah, yeah, and yeah. your Instagram. Facebook? Yeah. Want to so, give a shout out? Yeah. yeah. My Instagram is at Swift Justice. So my last name is Justice, J-E-S-T-I-C-E. Uh, so Swift, J-E-S-T-I-C-E. And then my Facebook uh, is just Charles Justice. And uh, I post all my show flyers, uh, probably on my stories because they get more engagement than yeah. my actual posts do. Uh, but yeah, I know you can follow me there. I don't have. And that's a where they book you for bar mitzvahs. Ooh, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Maybe just kids. I'll definitely, yeah, I'll definitely give you a follow after the show. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, we'll for sure. We'll follow each other at the table, dude. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, man, we really appreciate you coming here. How far did you come from? Uh, I mean, I live like in Northwest Houston, so it was like thirty-five miles, maybe not too bad. But it was like, rush hour, so it was like oh, that shit sucks. Yeah. I ten, uh, six ten the whole way, oh, and I live worse. like right. Okay, where so like six ten in Ella. Yeah, really close to that actually. Okay, okay. Uh, 
but I like, yeah, I live off of TC Jester. And okay. Oh, that's it. horrible. And so, like, I live right where... <laughs> I know exactly where that area is. Yeah, I know where I work maybe over there. Maybe we really should give him gas money. <laughs> it's where I-10, 610, and 290 all converge. I used to work like, right uh, over there in Pinemont. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to work over there. That's, fuck yeah. that place. I live in Timber Grove Manor, uh, which is, like, just... I'm the last... I'm literally the last stop sign yeah. inside the loop. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, fancy. The, uh, the word manor in the name. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it, adds, it adds an extra $500 problem, to yeah, your rent. Exactly. Yeah, that's what exactly. it does. <laughs> My apartment should cost way less than it does, but still cheaper than living in Pasadena for some reason. <laughs> right? Oh, wow. oh, man. That's a whole nother story, man. But, dude, we're we're so thankful for you making that trek, oh, yeah, coming out fun. here. Being on the show, I'm glad we finally got to do it. Oh, yeah. It was like a nice little and, Deer uh, Park reunion for me. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure I I would set this camera at a bar and just have it on YouTube and let you guys go at it drinking. And I guarantee you we could sell that video oh, and make it, money off uh, of it. If oh, we yeah. got all <laughs> Wait, of we're our not friends, like, like Clint and That would be a fucking bad Jake ass show. And, well, not Jake. He's passed away now. But like, Nuh-uh, uh, really? Jake Abakin, he got Yeah, he, he died. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Fuck. But like, what are we in the show? Yeah, Clay wow. and all the in guys, memoriam. We all got them <laughs> like uh, together. Yeah, you would be able to pay. Like, because yeah. those guys actually are the ones that taught me kind of how to be funny. They're you know? all they're, they're all hilarious. All those yeah. dudes are super fucking funny. And I would be in like suspension with them, and then they would just be cracking yeah. everybody up, and I was like, oh, yeah, oh, I see what you do. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> we were. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely the kids that were like hold the class up for an extra 10 minutes after school because we're just being dickheads to all the teachers. You? Yeah. I'm, oh, just glad, I'm just glad to never. know that Khan has funny friends. Oh, yeah. He has a ton of them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, man, once again, thank you so much. And I want to thank all of our sponsors. Um, Good for Dudes. I want to thank Stephen Terry of Stephen Terry Pest Elimination. And I want to thank Upscale Roofing. Stephen, Larry, you guys are the men. Can you say you guys are the mans? You guys are the mans. But, um, yeah, guys, and once again... Please follow us on social media as well. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. And we are kind of on TikTok. Naomi, you should think about those lives, though. I'm just saying. Hmm? Get the roses and the whatever else they give. Yeah, all you got to do is, honestly, I've seen one girl. She just put a picture of herself. So this is this is this is her choice. All right, this is what I do. Okay, she has I'm going to put a camera on of a motorcycle and I'm just going to go. I guarantee you. But you got but you got to be in a bikini because that's what gets us views. Shoot. Doesn't yeah. have to be you a bikini. Have a Harley, yeah. So at least it cams hard, you know. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've got a Sportster. The, it's the most expensive vibrator I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. I had to put two exhaust brackets on it because the, yeah. the motor shakes so hard. And we'd also like to thank our last sponsor, Deer Park Christian Academy. Deer Park Church Your son's coming home. Alrighty, man, this was really fun. Um, thanks to our listeners as well. We appreciate you guys so much. If you want to support the show, don't forget to go to spiritswagstore.com or you can leave us a tip. Uh, the links are in the show notes. And we are still selling uh, cold brew. I got to tell you, ever since um, fucking Dutch Brothers opened up, dry as fuck. Dry as fuck. And Chris Clark, too. He told me, he's like, dude, ever since they opened up, we haven't done shit. Oh, oh man. man. Fuck you, Dutch Brothers. <laughs> I yeah, love man. Dutch Brothers. I'm Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dutch, bro. <laughs> I'm Dutch, bro. <laughs> All righty. I'm going to get us out of here then. Once again, thank you so much, yeah. Charles Jesse, our very special guest. For the greatest podcast crew in the biz, starting with Josh Beard, the great producer, and my man, Chris Kahn. My name is Nick Stevenson. And I'm Naomi Richardson, and we will catch you next week. 
You've been listening to the Smells Like Middle-Aged Spirit Podcast. For more show content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And don't forget to visit spiritswagstore.com for everything you need to rep your favorite podcast in style.